coming out on podcast number one. That's right. It's the lovely RC Scrap Out Podcast. Get your dollars ready, fellas. These ladies don't work for free. It's the RC Scrap Out Podcast. Jeez, man. Where do you come up with this shit? I have no idea, man. Maybe I was, uh, you know, twisted arm a little bit to do that. Well, who twisted your arm? I sure didn't. Bullshit. I did not twist your arm a bit. You have lost your mind. This is how this is going to go tonight. This is how this is going to go tonight. But I'm afraid that we have some guys with us tonight who are going to twist that screw just a little bit tighter before the end of the evening. Oh, yeah, it's a little lean. Richen that bitch <laughs> up a little bit. Well, I don't know if it's going to lean out or richen up no, is the problem. And we don't have the present, the local ball buster here at the moment. No, so I'll, it'll, I'll take a spot tonight. I think I can do that. I don't know, man. You don't have the old Larry Daniel special about you. I don't, but I can give you a real hard time real fast. Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> well, we have three guests tonight. Yeah. We have Michael Wyatt, in no particular order, Jared Watson, and Phil Perez. What's up, boys? Good evening. Hey, hey, how's it going? This is going to be good. Oh, yeah. These, these are our collective buddies. Oh, yeah. R.C. Stoldrax. The inventor of the R.C. Stoldrax. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Michael Wyatt so himself. You, and Jared, you yeah. were in the middle of that, too, weren't you? Uh, more or less rules and, and the reality of the rules. Be- between Jared and you announcing that made the whole thing. Trust me. Trust <laughs> well, me. So how, how is it that you end up the rule guy? Well, <laughs> you don't know Jerry very well. <laughs> well, everything sounds good when you have a wonderful idea and then you go execute. And it doesn't always execute correctly, right? You know, you all, I'm the voice of reason. I'm the one that very always, so. always like, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if. And there's still, you can't get it all. You know, you can only do what you can do. I, I assure you, we ran up for the first stall drags when we did that deal. We ran into some stuff, and both of us were like, dude, give it up. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> R.C. Toys. <laughs> I, I mean, you're not in. The, it, we're not racing for a million dollars. No, yeah. it's it's amazing to me. Scratch the money. I mean, there wasn't, yeah. what, 50 bucks on the table sure. or something like that? You know, scratch the money out of it. Guys, you're flying $200, $300, $400 airplanes, and you're over here bitching at me about $50. Maybe, because you might or might not have (laughs) flown one too many times or one not enough times. We got a near full, that's for sure. These guys got serious about it real fast. You know, and the first thing I did after that that night was find some sort of software to keep track of that. You had to. (laughs) Yeah, we had to. So, So yeah, so our job's going to be much easier for announcing and and rules and things like that. So just put it in the app, and the app spits out the results, and that's it. There's no discussion about it, so. I like that. Yeah. I like a no bullshit situation. Yeah. It's just go with it. That's it. And I think we're going to get together and pre-design a soundboard for the next. Oh, one. of course, of course. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, my little free app. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll, it'll, <laughs> only take you so far. That was so good. I don't even. Somebody squished one, and there was a there was a on that deal. It was like a little fart or something. I mean, it was like I don't, I can't even make the sounder nor remember it. But it was it was comical. Yeah. Because you just had it, just perfect timing. I mean, it's like he, he's watching the airplane. I don't remember who was flying, but we were expecting a crash. We were expecting something bad, and he had his finger on the button, ready to go. Sure well, enough, bam, there it is. Can, the gas def- register one was pretty good, too. Yeah, you can definitely see the uh, it, It's sad the that you, impending you anticipated doom. the crash. You knew it was <laughs> coming. <laughs> that deal was a lot of fun, though. So, I guess... 
the one thing that I would have to say about it or have to question about it, and I understand there was, what, 12, 12 14 guys at that deal? I yeah. can't remember. I think, I think it was – I think it was like 12 or 40. Yeah, I think but, you're right. But you had some guys flying, you know, the timber-style airplane. Then you had some aerobatic airplanes. I mean, if this deal were to grow in the future, would you separate those two? Yeah, I'd like to – you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Um, I'd like to see a total of three classes. One's a stock class like the timbers, uh, you know, how you buy them is how you fly them. And then a, a modified class, you know, unlimited class called the Mike Petty class just right. bring anything and everything and we've I've worked on some rules on that too where at least you at least got to have a single line of thrust so no VTOL type stuff you know a pusher if some guy wanted to run two motors fine two pushers two pullers whatever or one pusher one puller boy that could get that could get entertaining oh, right yeah, there for sure you could have a guy landing and have that back motor putting the brakes on and absolutely, you know, <laughs> put the butterfly flaps on, right? You know, spoilers, you but name it. I I honestly think you have more fun with a stock airplane. I absolutely. You know, I honestly think that you take the rest of it and you throw it in the trash. My opinion is you take all of it and you throw it in the trash, and you use a stock timber type airplane. Whether the Bighorn, the timber, yeah, the Bighorn would be good. Yeah, you know. Uh, that deal that Phil built, yeah, Phil you know, built his. that the flight test deal, uh, you know, there's a there's a list of stuff there that's not. When you start getting extravagant, it starts not working. Yeah, and that's half yeah. of the, the unlimited <laughs> classes. Just see what works and what doesn't. And well, then, I've seen more unlimited shit not work <laughs> than I have seen it work. Well, I was really shocked. Uh, I never would have thought the plane that won at Collective in that yeah. event would have won. I never would have thought a 3D type, you know, right. airplane would ever even. Would have it, you know, but it just proves that the scale versus the the actual physics of a of a model compared to like a full size airplane, how they just don't really go hand in hand like you thought they would. And it also shows that it's more about pilot skill than sure. it is the airplane. Oh, absolutely, because <laughs> it's not how fast you get to the other end; it's you know how well you can get there. But with that being said, with that three D airplane, let's do a three D class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And let's take off. They have to get to a hover by halfway. And then hover to the finish and land. I like it. I mean, I can't do it. <laughs> I can't I, either. I want to watch it. But I, th I, I think, think you, the guys uh, out there. Do I, it. I think you should give the guys the option of at, at that point, not the option. You know, give them the option at the race. Hey, for an extra ten dollars, <laughs> guys with aerobatic, guys with any airplane, for an extra ten dollars, we'll start this other class. There's no. There's no. Bullshit! It's the same. You fly the same airplane, you know, in both classes, but it's however you get there. You know, if you want to get there in a hover and land it, you know, you have to keep forward momentum in in the yeah, stock deal for sure. But in the in the hot rod deal, you got to keep however you want to get there, get there. Yeah, and see, this is growing already. We've only had two races, but everybody's had a blast. <clears throat> but we got to see who shows up with what. I mean, we may just always have just stock airplanes. And, and that's shows what up I think like, you're going to uh, run into. Yeah. It's, you know, it, it's like going to an RC car deal. You know, most of the – you either have the completely asinine guys or you have the stock guys. The yeah. in-between stuff never works. Yeah. You know, it never grows. But this goes all the way back to, I think, your first or second podcast, talking about getting stuff back to flying fields mm -hmm. that was more of a, you know, not a, what am I trying to say, a contest or right. something to do. And it's cheap. 
I mean, guys that can just get, look at Phil. How much you got in your airplane? I probably got sixty bucks in it. Yeah, and it's it's it was one of the flight tests. What's the thing called? It's the uh, bushwhacker. Yeah, and that thing's perfect. And it it made it quite a ways in that deal, if I yeah. remember right. It made it like to the. Oh, I was that, out in the first round with the timber, and he was halfway through it before well, he got knocked out. <laughs> well, but again, and I'm not picking on you. Your timber, you know, it's so heavily modified. It's got all these 3D printed wheels on it, different wing on it, this, that, and the other. And it's never worked. No. You know, go back to a stock timber and go fly. Uh, yo, I would beef up the landing gear so you can land the damn thing. <laughs> yeah, the landing but, gear's done pretty good. The, the wheels but, didn't work very but well. But much past that, I probably wouldn't touch nothing but go fly it. Yep. Hey, it's R&D, man. you got to do things to know what those things are going to do. They that, might be adverse. They might be better. You don't know till you do it. That doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, but you still learn something. Why you always got to be a naysayer, man? You always got to bust balls on stuff. Trying to be somebody an, trying has to, be an to innovator. somebody has to do it. Trying to be an innovator, man. <laughs> Am I wrong? You're, wrong? you're right as rain, right as rain. Somebody <laughs> has to do it. Dream crusher. <laughs> but you know, 2021 is gonna be really exciting. You know, I, yeah. th- I think we're gonna have a couple more events. There is a Facebook group. Uh, we, you know, we encourage yep. everyone to join that. What's that Facebook? Well, we'll link in the show notes. Yeah, oh, yeah, it'll yeah. be in the show notes. It's, it's a stole drag face, and then I've started the rule book in there, and a couple people pitched in and and gave some suggestions on that. Um, but yeah, I definitely want to have more events in 2021, and I definitely want to have uh, more clubs get involved and have more well, races I, at other locations. I know the Baxter guys enjoyed it uh, when we just kind of did that little trial run. Out yeah, there. we had a lot of fun with it. Uh, hell, I. I we did it at Duncan. We had their second race in Duncan. We had yeah. a blast. Had, went to Duncan. There wasn't there another. There was two at your place, wasn't there? No, there was just the one. Yeah, we just did like a demo thing, if you will, at ours. Right. Full-fledged. So, uh, you know, but that's a super cool deal. I mean, oh, there's, it's a blast. you know, uh, just to even think about making that come up, you know, and getting a hold of the guy, you know, it, maybe get to go down there and do that. And Yeah, the so you brought that up. Uh, if anybody ever follows the full-scale stole uh, races or stole drags or even the stole competition, there's a guy down in Gainesville. He had one back in March. And it's just stole competition, short takeoff landing. It's not the drag racing. But he's launched a whole series. Uh, I think he's got five races scheduled this year. And he's got one in next week or two weeks in down in uh, Florida. It's kicking off the season. His finals are going to be down in Gainesville, Florida. And we're talking with him about maybe having – our cease finals down in Gainesville, Florida also. Gainesville, uh, Florida, Florida Texas. Gainesville, Texas. Gainesville, Texas, sorry. His first race is in Florida. Boy. The finals are in Gainesville, Texas. There we go. <laughs> sorry. I was going to be like, I'll go to Florida. Yeah, let's go. I mean, no, no. it's only 14 hours or so. Don't shake your head, man. <laughs> you got to get to Jonal before you do anything. Yeah. I See, don't think you're going. See, Jonal, that's – you guys need to have stole drags at Jonal. Uh, it's way it's, – that deal's not that <laughs> – I thought it was the Jonal. The Jonal. You're not going, so what's it matter? What are you talking about? They didn't even have one last year or this year. Okay. If they got one next year, I'm going. We'll see. <laughs> this, gosh, damn it, Clint. You're a naysayer tonight. <laughs> Why don't you drink this? You, do you really want me to do that? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have enough time to edit this episode. Yeah, we don't need to do that. <laughs> Either one of us. No, no, I'm taking it easy. I had my one little shot, and we're good. I'm on Chug Norris now. It's going to be just fine. My What's wife's going to kill me. Just tell her I brought it. No, well, okay. We'll see how that goes. She's, she likes me just a little bit. 
Are you sure? Maybe. Okay. I think she does. She calls me buddy all the time. Buddy. Oh, good. <laughs> That's sketchy. It is. It's real sketchy. So, Jared, what's been going on? Nothing much, man. Doing a lot of work. Uh, Jet's been, has been flying a whole lot, but I've been doing a lot of my side gig and uh, little airplanes are still flying. So we're uh, maintaining, inspecting, doing a few installs. Uh, Michael's been helping me and stuff like that and really just staying busy, man. Best well, we can. Well, that's positive. Y'all started a flying club and actually bought an airplane. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Full scale flying club. Yep. Yep. That was a lot of work. <laughs> it, yeah. God. It seems like it was a lot of work, you know? Yeah. Like, but it looks like you're having fun. I've seen some, uh, I mean, I'm in that Facebook group, yeah. and I've, yeah. I've seen the airplane flying a little bit, which is positive. Right. We just went, what, not last night, night before, Wednesday night. Um, it all started, I was listening to a podcast, and they were talking about starting a flying club. And the way this guy talked, it was like, why didn't everybody start? This is easy. I yeah. mean, come on. And I told Jarrett, like, next week, and I'm like, look, we can do this, 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 this. <laughs> He's like, man, he goes, you got that. And he was, you know, right there with, you know, uh-huh. keeping me yeah, on this, level ground. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> keeping the dreams slayed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that was, that was 18 months ago. And it's been something I've been working on almost every day since then. And three quarters of what I said was true. Yeah. But we've gotten past it. Seven eighths of what he said Seven. was true. <laughs> Seven yeah. Yeah, it's, aircraft owners and, and aircraft in general, it's a wonderful community. Yeah. Uh, but the, the, there's a lot of different – you know, RC, it seems like we're more centrally kind of held down by the same kind of principles. We're all kind of the same walk of life to, to some degree, you know. But, you know, in aviation, you have guys that are airline pilots, and you have guys that have two hours in the logbooks. Yeah. And it's really hard. Our club is almost that way, too, is the fact that you have such a – you have we have airline pilots, Southwest Airlines, Delta Airlines, United Airlines, whatever. I can't remember all the airlines they fly for, but and you have guys that have sixty some hours in the books, and yeah, just, one guy hasn't even got his one certificate, got his yet. certificate yet. Yep. You know, and it's just so hard to kind of grasp and, and intertwine all those ideals into one thing. You know, it's really hard, and, and uh, but a little bit of growing pains, but I think all in all, it's uh, going really good. Michael's doing a great job. He's uh, really spearheaded it from the get go, and I just we, we found the airplane and looked at it we, and. We, we accidentally found. We the stumbled upon yeah, the airplane. Yeah, I mean, it was literally and, like walk through a hangar and go, "Hey, there's an airplane for sale." Yeah, and it was like no. It, if it had been listed, it'd have been gone. Right. right. I mean, we stole it. Yeah, the, so. the flight school market is soaking up the 172s, yeah. which 172 is like an F-150. You know, I mean, everyone has time in one, or everyone knows one, and everyone likes them. So, and that for that, you know, flight schools are paying atrocious amounts of money for them, and. You just walked up on one. We walked up yeah, on it. Had a piece of paper in the window for sale. I mean, yeah. it was it had no. It wasn't listed anywhere on the internet. Nothing. So and you just picked the phone up and called the guy. No, he knew the guy. I knew the guy. He knew oh, the guy. Even that better. Was, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, even better. So, uh, so you take seven grand for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Basically, what <laughs> saying it's a deal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a good buddy I know, Reno Russell. He's a real good man. Yeah, and so we man. just went, took the paper off, and you know, it's not yeah, for sale. Yeah, not anymore. for sale. It, it had to be at the El Reno Air Show. The, yeah. the the car show, air show, fly-in day in El Reno Airport. And uh, so we just went and he said, we're like, we're kind of like covering it up the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Come it's out here quick. Come out here. You know, we pulled the for sale banner off the prop and everything and it's sold. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so Done deal. Man, I can't believe you guys didn't get any hits on that. You yeah. Take 6,500. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, it, it, we just, we just got it, what, in October? Yeah. Just got the airplane, so. Did and you have to do anything to it? No, it just no. start it and fly it, or I mean, I don't, I don't know how an airplane. Wow! 
<laughs> Somebody just died. Yeah. Got it. Someone just put their eye out. I don't know how an airplane transaction goes down. I mean, in the RC world, we hand the guy $5,000 yeah. or whatever the number is, and you carry the airplane off. $5,000? That's a lot of RC airplanes. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, 250 bucks. Whatever. Yo, in the, in this situation, I understand it's not that simple. I get it. But is it that simple? It's close. It's between buying a house and buying a car. Um, and one of the things I did early on is one of my customers is a, a, a closing company for air, airplanes. Okay. Just like you, a title company for a house, they're a title company for airplanes. And I talked to them and I opened up an escrow account and said, hey, I'm going to, you know, Clint's going to give me X amount of dollars. I want to put it in escrow, you know, and Casey's going to give me X amount of dollars. I want to put it in escrow. I don't want to touch it. I want you guys to handle it for the purchase of the airplane. And so they did that for us. So everybody's money went to there. And so I wasn't touching it. It was all in an right. escrow account. And some people were, you know, that escrow money was tied up for 10 months, you know, right. trying to find an airplane. And so they, they did all the closing, kind of like you buying a house, going to a closing company and stuff. But other than that, they just wrote the guy a check, and they handed us keys, and we went and picked it up. It's, I, I, mean, bet, it's, I bet that was a uh, – I mean, I know what it's like to, to buy an airplane and – you know, take it to the flying field for the first yeah. time and fire it up. You know, you're kind of on cloud nine. You're all excited. I was I a can, little nervous. <laughs> I, I can yeah. only imagine. You know, or, or, or the same thing with a car. You know, you go find old 1970 Chevrolet that you like, you know, or F, F-150 or whatever. Sure. You know, it's all hot rod, and the first time you go fire it up, and it's actually yours, and it's all thumpy and happy yeah. and everything, <laughs> and then you go jump in an airplane that you're taking off. Yeah. That you've never flown, that yeah. you hope the bastard starts, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. And stays running. Yeah, yeah, I was a little nervous. I stayed over the airport in El Reno for a little bit. Sure. And here, yeah. I, I'm giving them thumbs up. I'm like, yeah. oh, no, it's okay, you know? Right. But, uh, yeah. But, but it's it's just like an old car, though. You're, we're figuring out all its old, this little idiosyncrasies, you know, this needs to turn this way to work right. You know, it's just little stuff like that. It's an old right. airplane. It's a 68. Uh, but it looks like it's it, you know, fairly new. Instead of two pumps of the primer, it wants four. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. That's exactly it. Hold that throttle at a quarter, <laughs> yeah. a little choke, fire that sucker up. Yeah, hold the yoke this way and put yeah. your left yeah. rudder on. Yeah. yeah. It's, you yeah. got to find its idiosyncrasies. Yeah, and I will plug it too. Uh, you know, this flight club's not done growing. Yeah. You know, there's uh, lots of opportunities for adding different aircraft. Uh, lots of opportunities for uh, adding new members as well. Uh, so check out that Facebook page. Uh, message one of us on there. We'll be happy to get. I got five dollars on. Yeah. Man. I'm in. A few more zeros, you're all right. Yeah. 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 I, see, I don't, uh, I don't want into the flying club. What I want to do is, I'll fill it up. Let's go fly, and then yeah. we're done. Well, I'll do take that. you for a ride. Sure. No problem. Yeah. No problem. I'll take you for a ride. Yeah, that's the beauty of it. So trying to not trying to not, not to write ourselves full of rules, you know, keep right. it all fair and. Fair and fun, man. And, and you still have your own Cherokee. Yeah. Yeah, I still got my own airplane. And, um, you know, like I said, I'm kind of an associate member in this, um, doing all the maintenance He's more than that. I know, I know. <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, I'm just keeping keeping, keeping it up for him and, you Jared's know, stuff like that. Jared's not a man of titles. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I've had titles. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he says, no more titles. <laughs> yeah. We're good. That's awesome. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I still got my airplanes. We're still at Sundance Airport in Oklahoma City and uh, uh, West Oklahoma City and that's where the uh, flying club's at also. So we got a nice big hangar. I think I'm three or four rows down from them. So kind of keeping it local and keeping it happy. And, yeah, I'll yeah, fly guys, when I need we're to. We're going to have a barbecue come springtime. You guys have to come out and hang Absolutely. out. Absolutely. That'll yep. be fun. We need to set up. Man, I really think – I like our studio now, but I think we need to find a hangar. 
to uh, set our studio up in. Need some cool background noise. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, cool. the club hangar's like right next to the taxiway. I mean, you can sit out front and watch airplanes all day. How cool but, is Sunday so, after taking off some RC uh, shit? Can we get away with that? <laughs> Probably not. So can we I, talk to Wes? Yeah. Yeah. We talk to Wes. Yeah. I guess that's actually a valid question. How many, just if you were guessing out at Sundance, how many hangars are actually empty, but people just have them to hang out in? Or keep their oh, man. A lot of junk storage, man. Yeah. That's a big problem with any airport. Because if you think about it, for as far as real estate pricing, it's a deal. Right. You can go to, Square footage wise, you can yeah. go to like store more and get you a little 10 by 20 for what? A couple hundred bucks a month. Or you can get you a 30 by 40 for 400 bucks a month. Right. So, you know, there's I'd, boats and RVs and machine shops. you say $400 and, a month? Yeah. We get in a hangar, bro. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm in on that. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, this, yeah. Uh, you know. They're all full. I mean, they showed us for the club, they showed us two hangars. That's all they had left. So, yeah. that I, I, what, 80% probably have airplanes, but, more, you know, 100% probably have junk. Yeah. If you hung out with Clint, this guy can evict somebody. <laughs> all right. He'll get rid of them real fast. Just let us hang out in yours for a little bit. Right. Your neighbors, neighbors will move away. We'll take over. Yeah, you, do you like your neighbors? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't met them yet. <laughs> you might not want to after I'm done with them. Right, yeah. Wait a minute. What are you saying over there? Whoa, whoa. Hey, you, I'm just saying. We're going right back down this road here. I'm trying to come <laughs> over. Don't go down this road, Clint. Don't go down this road. You haven't showed that. You, I'm sure you showed it to Phil. I haven't showed it to Phil. I keep I keep it under wraps for you. Oh, I'm a good boy. friend. No, we'll, we'll show him it. We'll show him it. We'll show him it. Break. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna have video, to. Yeah. We're gonna have to post this video because we've said too much about it. We're gonna have to. Post no, I'm not. Po- I, I'm I'm gonna listen to Mike's request and not post that one because uh. it. Uh, now, see what you guys need to do is start a private. Facebook group and invite elite. Well, we have we have so we need we need a more private private group than we yes. already have. Okay. Yes. Right. So and, and 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 see we got a I've got a few of those. You add you know just the people you want. They can't get invited. You have to add them. We got a group chat like that. Yeah, see? we have. Yeah, we and do that, that dude. That's where you post those kind of videos. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's where all the dumb shit happens. I assure you, boy. Which man? We're we're very very. Uh, I don't know what selective on who we put in there because it is some dude there. It makes me blush. <laughs> yes. Like it's one of those things you get a notification. You're looking over your shoulder going, yeah. is there sure anybody no behind me? Cause I don't know what I'm about to open uh-huh. up. Well, those are yeah, the best. yeah. I mean, yeah, those are the best ones. I should have saw some of these Turkey memes I got. I'm just <laughs> That's no shit. Is that a neck? Oh my God. <laughs> Except, well, is that on. a boy Turkey? Is that a boy Turkey? Hang on. hang on. I thought I was doing pretty good. I'm not. So what you need to do, Clint, is open a Patreon account. That way you can monetize those special videos. There you go. Yeah. Well, you know, I would like to do that, but on the other end of it, I'm not trying to. Now, if this could make money, I'm totally pumped on it. All right. But I'm not trying to make money off of it. <laughs> yeah, I saw, yeah, that's a good one. I saw that one, oh, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's bad, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Jeez. Uh, Old Barry. (laughs) Old Barry. (laughs) Heroes get remembered, but legends never die. Is that the darker the berry, the sweeter the juice? I'm just, oh, jeez. I'm sorry. I went there. Casey. What? No, sir. Okay. I'm sorry. Keep it out of the ditch. Hey, you brought damn what is this? He brought Barry, hundred proof. You brought Barry into this. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna take him out. 
Want to smoke some of this meat? <laughs> no. Okay, I'm all right. Boy, I, I have never seen no bullshit like I've seen in this group over the past two days over grills. <laughs> oh, my gosh, yeah. man. I, I, I'm i going to buy Pit Boss, that's for sure. Dude, there there will be no triggers. <laughs> but just the amounts of bullshit that went on from Wednesday morning to oh, yeah. yesterday evening... Jeez. I, I figured out that I'm the uh, the cheap guy in the crowd. Well. You threw it in the oven. Oh, man. Dude, no. <laughs> no, Dude, this guy. These guys, man, they're all sending pictures of freaking Traegers and pit bosses and everything like that. And we send videos to each other being funny and shit. And I'm like, I took my bird to the beach. Hamilton Beach. I got one of them, like, countertop <laughs> fucking turkey deals, you know? So <laughs> I got a $20 rig. These yeah. guys have got $1,000 rigs over here. No, the pit boss like Larry's is... Five hundred, I think. Ah, whatever, man. That's that's. I'm a Traeger guy. I like Traegers. Ah, dude, the grate in the Traeger looks like shit compared to a pit the, boss. The controller and the Traeger is shit. But once you get that sorted out, I mean, I don't want to have to sort nothing out. I just want to go that's, get it. And make that's it true. Work. That's true. I mean, man. Now, see, I'm on the other end of this. I want wood or charcoal. Not, I'm not against the pellet deal. That's well, great. That works good for you. That's fine. But I like the art of doing it. That, that's true. It, you is, know? it is an art that, that gets taken away with it with the trigger because it does it itself. It, it, I mean, it, it's kind of set it and forget yeah, it kind of deal. It is. You know? but I like you, but, standing around the grill, drinking a few beers, enjoying what I'm doing. Hey, I'm going through a process here. Right. But the triggers, you just got to understand that. You know, you just there's, – there's certain things you can do and there's some things you can't do. You can't open the door all the time. You, right. ha- you have to let it cook. Yep. And, you know, you're cooking with – with pellets you're not you're not like smoke i mean you can smoke them too but you know you also understand it's an it's a wood uh powered oven you know what i mean so once people kind of wrap their head around that i think it's a little different you know because there are smokers it's not really a smoker and it's not really an outdoor oven it's kind of like both you know and it it does both pretty good so all all i know is those small hands threatened to throw a cat on the grill so (laughs) Dude, <laughs> whopper hands. He goes, I'm going to make it my way. Watch this. <laughs> Pussy anyone? No, I'm sorry. Grilled at that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, poor Carrie. I'm not used to having ladies in here. I apologize. I'm so sorry. I thought about it after I said it. There's only like one girl. Like We got 1% female listenership. So I'm not real worried about offending our one percent. And she's and sitting right there. there. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and Mary might be right behind you. Yeah. <laughs> well, both of them are because I was get, I was getting messages from Fallon this week. She was at work listening to it in her earbuds. Yep. And she's like, "Look, I can't with you guys. I can't. Do, I can't. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, uh, My well, wife said something about you know I probably ought to start listening to your podcast. Oh, I'm like, better no, not. <laughs> no, that's not a good idea. Bro. That's just totally not a good. You're not gonna get it. It's yeah. gonna be over your head. You're not gonna like You'll it. You'll be bored. Don't worry about RC it. nerd stuff. It was after, it was after our dinner actually. Yeah. She goes. All that was over my head. I had no clue what anybody was talking about. I'm like, yeah, I told you before we got there, it's kind of going to be that way. And then I send what I what I say last night. Oh, I don't know, something about puke on a table or something. No, like that. puke on the cabinet. Puke on a cabinet. Yeah, yeah. that's that was it. And uh, it, evidently, he played it in the open, and his wife was like, "Huh? No, oh, yeah, she, <laughs> she likes you, man. I don't know why." That's scary. I know it is scary. She likes. I don't know. I don't get it. Me either. You keep him out of the house. So that's what she likes. That's probably it. <laughs> she's so pumped. I'm out right now. <laughs> oh, like, get out of here! I bet she's wore out with you. You've been home all week. Oh, I know. 
I man, I really hadn't done anything. I kind of took the whole week off, kind of get back to normal after my trip. <laughs> yeah, she's ready to see me go. Yeah, I've been at home all week, and my wife wants to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've been in a, haven't had a week off, and I don't know how long. And and fortunately, because all this, I've had some time on my hands, and thought I'd spend the week at home. And yeah, she's about ready to kill me. She are wants you, me. She wants me gone. Are you about done? Oh, good. She, she, she didn't even start. She wants me to go back to work tomorrow, Saturday, and I don't work Saturdays. So I had a bunch I of go back to work. Yeah, I had a bunch of bullshit on the dining room table because you know we usually do you know our Thanksgiving at a parent's house or something. <clears throat> She's like, it'd be awesome if we could eat at our table. I'm like, yeah, I got you. So I'm breaking out the 3D printer, getting that off the table. You know, got some hobby stuff going on. I get it all cleaned off. I'm like, wow. Clean slate. <laughs> I started building a new airplane. There you today. go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Completely screwed that oh, up. Oh, yeah. So it was like, oh, it's cleaned off, man. I got all this room for activities. This is going to be good. That's funny. Just wait until uh, I, my father was upstairs with me the other night and he said, you need to get my table cleaned off. I'm like, okay. Yeah. You know, Eve, here well, we it go. Was, well, it was funny because my wife works from home. So, you know, we got up that morning, you know, actually it was this morning, drank some coffee and everything. She goes, if that table could get cleared off, that'd be awesome. No problem. So got all the table cleared off, everything's cleaned up and everything. She comes out on her break. She goes, that looks awesome, babe. Good job. I'm like, no problem. She goes back in the room, gets on the computer. I know she's going to be in there for the next couple of hours. Yeah, broke out the airplane and started gluing <laughs> stuff up. She comes back out and she goes, what is this? I'm like, it was all clean. I had room to build this one. Yeah. <laughs> Strike with iron's hot. Oh, yeah. Had a... Uh... A lapse in good judgment, did you? Well, no. I mean, we've been married for almost 20 years now. She knows what's going to happen. Yeah, she knows you're a clusterfuck. Oh, yeah, with that. It. 100%. I, mean, I make up for it in other ways. Oh, I bet. Then it's not that one. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Man, he keeps going right down that road yeah. tonight. What Slippery the hell? Oh, why's your mind in the gutter? I meant like cleaning her car or something, man, or doing the dishes. Yeah. Whoa, oh, what are you oh, talking about? Okay. Yeah, we both weigh no better because you keep her car clean already. <laughs> I try to. Exactly. So, uh, motherfucker, are you saying I know you better than you do? Maybe. Eve. <laughs> it is getting scary when Clint knows your next move. I will say that. And he calls me out quite a bit. No, I don't really. I mean, sometimes. No, you, you do. And, and it's appreciative. Usually, it's, it's, it needs to be said when you say it. I can be an asshole. And I'm sure you two do that, don't you? Oh. As, clo as close as friends oh, as y'all are, I'm sure that you watch this guy and you're like, hey, don't do that. <laughs> Before he even thinks it, you know, he he's like, did he just tell me? Not oh. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> it's usually more one-sided, though. Jared's quicker to call Michael out than Michael is. To Michael's kind of cool. He'll step back and watch. Be like, yeah. watch this. Watch this train. <laughs> See, that's kind of what I do to Clint. I'm like, Derailed. yeah, it seems like a great idea. <laughs> Sit back and watch what happens. And what? then, and then, then why the hell did you do that, dude? And then you throw Phil in the mix of all this. Phil is the voice of reason. I will tell you that right now. We spent a couple of weeks together recently. Are you the voice of reason? He'll keep you straight. It depends. I'm either extremely reasonable or just completely off the wall crazy. I've never seen completely off the wall crazy. Hey. We're going to work on this at break. <laughs> Dude, he poured a cap full of whiskey into his water. I know. It was just for flavor. <laughs> That's not, there's no flavor there. <laughs> at least get a shot. 
dang, how'd you do that? That was like all telepathy and everything. Know, right? Just a weird <laughs> shit. Uh-oh, right, another one going oh, into the man. ceiling. Champagne. Thanks, that, sir. One was, that one wasn't quite as impressive. No, that wasn't. A dr- no. What are you, drink- what are you a, drinking? This is Victoria. It is a Mexican lager. It's very good. You've never had Victoria? No, and I've never seen a bottle that big. Unless it was really cheap beer. Well, it's, I would say it's, it's not It's like really, a 40 bottle. It's not, yeah. ex, it's not expensive beer. It's not like natty, natty light cheap, but it's not like, no. you know. It, I mean, it's, it's a quality beer. Yeah, get you a pull, man. It's good. <laughs> and a little hundred proof on art. So it, basically two of these is like a six pack. So this just keeps me from reaching in the coolers, you know. Uh-oh. Dang, Phil, Phil doesn't have headphones on. He did not know how so, long that was. So, so the, Bang. the perfect timing. Right. Every show. Oh, yeah. Are you going to do it or am I? No, no, it's, it's always you. Hello, Wayne. <laughs> always. I was talking to him in Messenger today. I like I that. love Wayne. I like that guy. I like that guy a whole lot. So this guy at the Ice House, he, he gathered up on his own dime, I believe. The Ice House. The Ice House. And I'm not sure if it was on his own dime, but knowing Wayne, it was on his own dime. A big, and it wasn't even a, it was something more than a Blackstone. Big four burner. I mean, the son of a bitch was bigger than this table. Flat top. And then a a regular propane grill and all these. Dude, this guy made some tacos, beef. Hand sliced the beef. Yo, marinated it, mixed the marinade on some. Oh, they're wonderful. But this, uh, the the fact that this guy took the time to feed that many people was pretty stellar. I guarantee you that guy was working all weekend. Well, I know what it's he, like cooking like for like my family, which is like maybe ten people, fifteen people, because I like just recently did it like yesterday. <laughs> but dude, that's rough. That's a lot of stuff, man. Well, he and his wife both cooked all day Saturday and then forgot to eat what they cooked. <laughs> they were that ready to go. Wow. And I don't blame them. And we, I'm done looking at it. I'm going home. Right. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Larry and I, we took a case of uh, Rogers Hot Links down. You oh, know, yeah. And uh, we had like, I think, five left and took them a package of buns and them Hot Links. And they had them for lunch the next day on that grill. And he's like, dude, <laughs> perfect. Them some good Hot Links. Well, our, you guys missed out on our first fun fly when Jarrett's wife cooked all the breakfast that morning. Uh, we ate, bre- we ate breakfast that morning. No, no, you ate breakfast that morning. Oh, I ate breakfast. That Everybody morning. else is too hungover. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Clint yes. Was, yeah, dude, I get a call heading down there. Clint's like, man, you got any Tylenol, Advil, something? Can you bring me something? He's not kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, I hooked him up, man. I had Tylenol, Advil, and leave all in one See, bottle. He goes, I just need two. And I'm like, no, take that bottle. Save them for later. If you oh. take two of these and two of these and two of these, it works really well. Oh, man. It, it, that first hour of that morning was tough. To say the least. Which, man, on this show, it really sounds like I might drink a lot sometimes. And there have been a couple where I've definitely overdone it. But for the most part, I am I drink enough to take the edge off, and I'm usually pretty good We haven't go. got wound up yet. It's no. the sad part. I, I know. Uh, uh, some nights we walk in here, I mean, <laughs> it, it's coming. But some nights we walk well, in there, here. Well, there's some, what, what happens is I think the stars align, and we both kind of have a bad day that day. Or maybe we have a really good that day, and it's cause for celebration. And... Sometimes we turn it on. It just happens. You know, some, you know, you can't plan a good time, and sometimes it just goes down <laughs> so good. You know, it's like too easy. 
And then you're going to the store to get more, and then it's, it's a bad it's a bad next day. It's a great day, sure, but yeah, a bad next day. Yeah, it's a bad next day, that's for sure. <laughs> and I got to cook tomorrow, so I'm, I guess I'm not trying to take it easy, but uh, I'm trying to behave. I'm on break. I already did it. <laughs> oh, geez. Tuesday, Wednesday, that's what I was doing. So it really concerns me. I mean, I it concerns the shit out of me. Jarrett walked in here and he opened his tablet and he made sure his phone was sunk up. And he's just sitting here looking at both of us. Oh, yeah. And looking at this tablet. And I, I feel like he's taking notes on shit to ding us on. I'm okay with that. Well, you know. And and the fact that all of them said something about walking in and having shit up their sleeves. <laughs> well, mean, hey, it's a transparent deal here. Oh, you know, you want to blast us? I'm cool with that. If you want to praise us, I'm cool with that, too. We, we just just have to wait till second break or the first break, the yeah. first uh, second half of the podcast. Oh, <laughs> it's gonna go down like that, is it? Right. We're gonna come back from this and uh, get our balls busted. It yeah. sounds well. Like. I'm okay with that. And uh, on that note, we'll be right back. <laughs> Everything's All green. green Everybody ready? 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 Welcome whoa, whoa, back! Whoa, whoa, what do you whoa, mean? Whoa! 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 See here, guys? This is the point in the show in which we take over. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so, so, what we'll do next is, is we'll do all that all over again. And I'll go. Welcome back. That's awesome. Kind of weak, but hey. <laughs> no, I haven't, no, that's no, pretty that good, actually. Weak. That was pretty, that was pretty good. I haven't practiced that at all. Yeah. They didn't think that far. No. They have a fucking script over here. Oh, that's okay. We did this over nice dinner. We thought today, tonight, we would go ahead and change the roles around a little bit, because you guys are always asking all these questions to everybody, and we thought we'd ask y'all some questions this time. Oh, Ow! What was that? That, that was, was Larry. Like, <laughs> you don't hear them. You don't hear them. I heard a, like some kind of staticky, weird squishness. <laughs> he said, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're on the spot. Hey, Larry's joining us. I'm just going to add that in. I just hope the questions are as good as the ones I'd ask. Well, wow, that sounds a little weird. <laughs> right? Are they Ow. uncomfortable? What are they going to be going on with that? Oh, hang Please on. Please say they're going to be uncomfortable. No, I think his beard is uh, touching the mic. Technical difficulties. Quit bumping the mic. I'm not moving. I'm having. No, no, no. You're okay. It's making all Ow! Is that, is that better? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Good. Don't touch it. Don't touch it in the first place. No, I didn't think you did. It might have been my fuck up. <laughs> Boy, I'm gonna say it no, we've got uh, one, two, three, four, five, six mics going at the same time. So We hadn't been put in that spot either. We're stretching the system a little bit. It'll be all right. All right. All right. So it's your show. Our show. <laughs> you, you take over. So what we'll think we'll do is we'll just ask some random questions. Uh, there's one mulligan. You all can throw the mulligan and you can say, <laughs> I ain't answering. Right? That's fair enough, right? Each of you get a mulligan. Keep track of yourselves. I ain't taking a mulligan. <laughs> Maybe. Just, everything's, everything's live, right? Yeah, yeah, everything's live. There is no mulligan. So we'll start with some basic ones, but uh, if some of you don't want to answer, we'll just figure it all out, right? Okay? So this is the RC Scrap Pile podcast featuring Michael, Jarrett, and Philip with our guest, Clint. 
Casey, and Larry. How's that sound? <laughs> That's pretty good. All right. <laughs> Okay, since I've been talking all this much, I'm going to let Michael go with the first one. Oh, here we go. So, Jared and I talked – this is actually Jared's idea anyways. Well, but, was it? Yeah, because you're the voice of reason, remember? Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we've listened to every one of your podcasts from day one. And Jared said, you know what? Nobody knows anything about these guys. That's true. We've who, not who done, are these guys? We have not done know? a good job at telling anybody anything. <laughs> so, you guys have all – all your guests and stuff, you've all kind of dug into their past, how you got started in the RC industry, how you got started flying, and we've heard a little bit here and there. So that's kind of what most of these are uh, around, is what got you started right. in RC. So, Clint, you want to start? I mean, we know your dad's been in it for – you're kind of so, like me. Your dad was in it, and you just were there. Uh, well, so. <laughs> well, and that's exactly it. I was I was kind of there. You know, I was young, 9, 10 years old, and uh, – uh, I don't know if you guys, neither one of you have been to our build room. No. No. So my dad has this picture book he's created over the years. And there's pictures of me in that book at 8 and 9 and 10 and 11 years uh, on up holding airplanes. Or standing by airplanes. And as life progresses, as we get older, there's pictures of me at the flying field holding my airplane. And then, uh, you know, there's it's mainly about him and the stuff he's done, you know, with the hookers and everything. And then there's this, like, literal break in the book. And then it goes to when we came back. Because we took a 10-year break. And it, it goes to when we came back. And it starts out with hookers. And kind of goes to the Wait, last. Wait, let's clarify. <laughs> yeah. When you say hookers, they're the airplane. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, the, the airplane. Dad got me a hooker for or, my 16th <laughs> birthday. Right. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, and now everything past that last airplane is still in existence. You know, so I haven't, I, I guess I really need to be the one updating the book now. Yeah, for sure. You know, but. It's just kind of one of those deals. We just still, my dad's still active builder. He doesn't fly anymore. I do most of the flying. But at the end of the day, that's, he wants to build airplanes and let me fly them. And that's what he wants to do. And he's always been kind of that way. Once I started flying in a, where I could, where I was old enough to be able to start them. And I'm not talking about gas stuff back, you know, back then it was all glow stuff. It was OS 91 Surpass, you know, OS 160 Twin, four strokes. You know, I remember, I remember my dad always worked away from home. And I remember uh, crashing an airplane with Jerry Church. We were talking about Jerry Church, and mm -hmm. I, was, I touched on that story, and I felt this coming. <laughs> uh, Suckers. It, <laughs> Jerry Church was actually my first crash, and it was a midair. Oh, wow. <laughs> and uh, there's, he, he still has a picture of it to this day. He laid the pieces out in his front yard over there in that neighborhood he lives in or lived in or whatever. And uh, I crashed the airplane, and I thought, oh, man, I ain't got – I'm like 13 years old. I got nothing to fly. This ain't no good. And uh, he had an airplane hanging up, had an OS-160 twin on it, and he always told me, he said, you never take a starter of that engine. You'll break crankshaft. So I was 13 years old, got home from school, Crawled my ass up the ladder, got the airplane down, rigged it up. You know, it had servos in it, but it didn't have a receiver in it. And carted it down the stairs. Nobody home. You know, <laughs> walk, got off the bus, went home, did all this. Walked downstairs and learned how to flip start it, you know. Oh, jeez. 
Yeah. 13 years old. And yep. you still have 10 fingers. <laughs> all 10, all baby. Up. All right. All you, know, and all. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, there's a there's a pretty good history there. And then he worked out of town and, you know, wanted to work. And we just kind of stopped flying for a little bit. I was probably 16 through 20. Well, you found cars and girls then. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, and work. Yeah. I mean, you, you're exactly right. But at the end of the day, I still came back to the hobby. Yeah. What got your dad involved? Is it was he? Is there any aviation background, or is it? There's there's zero. His dad uh, flew in the military, or you know, in the wars. Uh, I, you'll have to forgive me. I don't remember what the glider was. They flew in World War Two. But in order to teach pilots how to fly that glider, which is what Grandpa did. You had to fly the airplane that pulled the glider too, which was a C-46 or a C-47. And uh, that was basically the history, but Grandpa never talked about it. So my dad started out with his best friend at, you know, 10, 11, 12 flying U-Control. Okay. And in our build room is, uh, I don't, uh, shit. There's a Hellcat that had a Fox 12 on it. You know, from when he was a kid flying U control. That's cool. You know, and it, it's it's always been, uh, you know, ever since I was a little kid, I remember the airplanes being around and always being around them. So it's just kind of in my blood. What about you, Larry? Uh, man, <laughs> saving the best for last. <laughs> pretty much started. Uh, I know, you know Phillips over there waiting on. <laughs> Paper airplanes, you know, yeah, as, a, sure. as a little kid. And uh, my dad, I just hit the mic. My dad had some friends that were still around that, that flew control line, you know, back in the early 80s stuff. And he took me out there to, to watch that. And they also flew uh, free flight stuff indoors. So I grew up messing around with that and sticking tissue stuff, you know. Sure. We never could afford anything RC, you know. Right, right. In the 80s, it wasn't. It costs as much in the 80s to get sure. into it as it does now. now you know? Right, yeah. right. And uh, so it's kind of did the free flight thing as a kid and then grew out of it for, uh, you know, teenage years. Girls I joined and cars. the military and internet came along. I remember the uh, first thing I ever seen was probably the, the old Hobby Lobby uh, International sure. website. And I remember seeing uh, they had a Wingo I think is what it was called. Right, right. And uh remember seeing that and seeing you could buy everything, all one-pack servos, radio, everything, going, man, that's pretty cool. Still couldn't really afford it. I was in the <laughs> military and had a little baby and wife didn't work stuff, so ended up getting out of the military in 2000 and got a real-paying job and uh, kind of had money to afford it then. Sure, sure. Just kind of went back to that and uh, – Started, cut my teeth with the electric airplanes. Nice, right? yeah. 9.6 volt stuff, you know, the old NICADs. Geared. Yeah, geared, you yep. know, speed 400, you know. Yep. And uh, just kind of blossomed from there, you know. Nothing as cool as Clint. You know, I've <laughs> been in aviation pretty much all my life, you know. I, sure. I, as a kid, played played with the paper airplanes, free flight stuff. I've been an aircraft mechanic. That's all I've ever done. Sure. You know, so. You're sketchy, man. Here I am. <laughs> Very good, man. What about you there, Casey? Huh? I know you're relatively new at it, but man, I, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely relatively new. What what kind of got me into this is I've been into photography for a long time. I worked with a guy 
that was kind of into some hobby stuff and he's like hey man at lunch why don't we run over to the hobby shop so he went up there to buy like an rc car and i get there and they got these things on the shelf it was a typhoon q 504k i believe which is a it's a drone, drone. okay yeah sure and uh I'm like, so you're telling me I can buy a camera that flies? He goes, yeah. And I'm like, well, how hard is this? He's like, man, let's take one out in the parking lot. I'll show you. It's real easy. So he takes it off and flies around for a little bit. And I'm like, man, I mean, is this something that I could do? And he's like, hands me the controller. He goes, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so I'm, I'm ripping around a quad in uh, parking lot, Hobby Town in Edmond. Yep. You know, no big deal. I'm like, all right, done, sold. I'll yep. take it. That's it. What year was this? Uh, man, it was about six years ago. Okay. So I, I'm not going to do the math. 2014. Yeah, 2014. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right around in there. Yeah. And uh, that kind of started it, which right. I got that, you know, flying it around. It's kind of like a jet ski or a wave runner. Sure. You know, 20 minutes, I'd done everything it could do. Right. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and uh, so I started getting on YouTube and saw these, like, little racing quads. Sure. And I was like, dude, that's where it's at. You know, I want to go dive some buildings, do some crazy shit, right? Well, I did a little bit of that, but not much. And then most of the guys around here fly airplanes. So, you know, going out to the field, you show up with a little racing quad or like a Q504K, everybody's like, They're not even talking to you. Yeah, what the (laughs) hell is that, you know? So, bought an airplane. And, it, dude, it's been history ever since. Man, I like it all. I'm I'm still – I'm a fixed-wing guy. Everybody says, oh, he's a drone guy. But, no, man, I'm probably more of a fixed-wing guy than I am drone stuff. Well, it's a real interesting time because, you know, like like – like the generations now, it's kind of the way it's starting, where a lot more people start out in drones. Like Michael, right. you know, he's flown RC for years, so have I, and, and we and we're adapting to drones. Right. Whereas a lot of folks have actually gotten started with drones, which is unusual. But it's right. It's just kind of a kind of a twist of the you know how they fly themselves and. Here, me and Michael beating our heads against the wall trying to get a two thousand dollar helicopter to fly right, <laughs> right, and, and you guys swipe a credit card and instant success. Oh you know? yeah, so, yeah, that, yeah. I mean, and that's that's basically how yeah. it went. You know, and man, I remember I was taking it, I bought it and I took it back to work and I'm charging batteries. I'm like, I'm gonna fly this thing right now. And the guy, the guys, I'm, you're gonna crash that, dude. Don't even. <laughs> I'm like, no, man, it'll be okay. Take it out in the field and I'm ripping this thing around like. I don't even know, you know, and they're like, holy crap, you're not even crying. I'm like, no, dude, it does everything itself. It <laughs> you're does not everything flying itself. it. I wasn't flying it, you know. <laughs> but I, I remember when Casey first started coming around the flying field, and uh, I I remember having the four-cylinder out at the flying field. Oh, yeah. And uh, you were you're like, man, that's, yo, that's badass, you know. And But it was more exciting for me. To fly that little glider that he had, <laughs> you know, and I only remember what it's still hanging on your wall. In oh the yeah, garage, I still I think, got it, you man. Know. Which dude, the little glider I've got, man, it's a kunai. Yeah, Those little Great Plains kunai glider, little. It uh, that dude, thing is so, so much fun. fun, so fun. You know, but that that is my first recollection of Casey at the flying field is him walking around. Here, you want to fly this? Hell yeah, let's take <laughs> it for a ride. You know. And I had never flown one. He, all he's done is seen me fly what I showed up with. He, he didn't know me from Adam. You know, so he and I kind of had an instant friendship, you know, I, I, I feel like. And well, it's it, just was, grown. it was kind of instant. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> why, dude, why is this guy being such an asshole about everything? It's an experience. It's an experience. You experience Clint. You don't yeah. meet Clint. <laughs> but so you it, didn't, but you, it's been a great friendship ever since. So you didn't have any kind of aviation background. Well, well, my aviation background, my dad was a flight instructor. Okay. So I had, 
I mean, I've probably got more hours in a Cherokee like what you've got sure. than, than most people that don't have a pilot's license. So you had the itch in the back of your head. Oh, I've always oh, had yeah. the itch in the back of the head. Yeah. You know, but it was one of those things that uh, then uh, dad got rid of his airplane. I was kind of on my way to getting my pilot's license. And, man, I was a college kid that didn't have enough money to, to rent one, you know, and go out and finish all my training and everything like that. I took ground school at 12 years old. You know, I went to college at 12 years old, taking ground school with my dad, wow. you know, cause that was one of those things that he said, Hey, if we're going to be flying this thing cross country, I want you to know what you're doing in case anything happens to me or something like that. He goes, cause I don't have a lot of faith in your mom. That's what he said. <laughs> you know, which, Bless her heart. Which, but I'm glad mom doesn't listen to the show, but, um, you know, it was one of those things and man, I've, I've logged tons and tons of hours, you know, but I never, you know, it got to a point to where it was too expensive. I had life going on, kids, you know, everything like that. I couldn't ever get my license or anything like that. And, you know, it was one of those things that the drone kind of filled the void of it. You know, I kind of went a long time without any kind of flight or anything like that. And that was one of those deals. I'm like, I can probably do that. Well, I, th then, I think we know this really good flying club here in Oklahoma City. I know, I know. You <laughs> might get a spot in. I don't know. Yeah, which it wouldn't take much for me to probably get my license. Sure. We've I mean, got honestly. how many CFIs? Four? Got three or four CFIs <laughs> on board, <laughs> too. But, uh, you know, that's that was kind of one of those deals. And we, we would fly cross country all the time. I'm from North Carolina originally, and Dad's main deal with having an aircraft was to be able to fly home for holidays and everything like that. So, I mean, I made lots of trips from here to North Carolina and back, and I've – Dude, there's lots of those that he let me fly myself. You know, sure. he was one of those guys. He, Dad was always one of those good dudes. That, you know, I'm not so good at this as a father. You know, teaching my kids something. Um, I'm one of those guys that kind of like, no, you're not doing it right. Get out of the way. <laughs> Get out of the way. Let you me know, do. you know, which I'm an asshole for that. But my dad was not that way. Sure. You know, he's like, eh, let's see what happens. Well, let's watch you fuck up. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's kind of how Dad was. And he's like, he's gonna come in and rescue it when it gets to that point. But. When we were flying, it was never one of those things. He's like, man, you get this. And dude, I'm, I'm like, I'm 5'7", five, 5'8", five, somewhere around in there. So when I was like 12 or 13 years old, 14, when we were doing all this flying, I couldn't even see over the dash in these sure. planes. So I'm like an I, IFR champion, sure, yeah. you know? <laughs> good stuff. But it was, it was good. All right, I think we're going to go on to the next question here. Um, well, we forgot Philip. Oh, Philip, Philip, yes, sorry. He's <laughs> he, so quiet. He's on sorry. this now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Philip doesn't say anything. Come no. on, Phil. All right, so you want my background? So I'm a, an RC newbie compared to you guys. I uh, I got into this late in the game. Um, probably seven, eight years ago, I was uh, walking through Tulsa, and I was walking past this football field, soccer field, and there's this old boy out in this lawn chair, and he's all slumped over. And I'm laughing at him. I'm like, homie passed out out there, and everybody's left, and he's the only one out there. And pretty soon this thing comes buzzing over my head. I'm like, what the heck is that? And I'm watching it, and it flies around. Pretty soon it goes and it lands right next to him. So I'm like, all right, got to go see what this is about. So I walk over, and I'm like, hey, what's up? And he hands me these goggles, and I put them on. He takes off and flies me around. It's like, I'm doing this. So I break out the credit card. I'm ready to start buying stuff. It's like, well, I'm not sure what to buy. So I start hitting all the RC fields around Oklahoma City trying to find someone to ask. And that's when I hooked up with these guys. You couldn't have hooked up with a better bunch of guys. That's, that's I got lucky. Go. I got lucky for sure. Well, I did get run off from a couple of RC fields early on. You know, you mentioned FPV, and they're like, you might want to go somewhere else that. with that. Yeah. I don't either. I, yeah. So Philip told me that when he first showed up, because I remember him coming out there. 
that he was walking around, you know, going to different clubs. And I remember him telling one of the clubs said, nope, we don't allow it. You know, go on your way. Well, uh, anyways, let's go ahead. Yeah. I, I want to hear the yeah. rest of the story. So, so the rest of the story is like, you know, I, I was telling Michael and James at the time, it's like, I want to buy this and this, this. And Michael's like, no, 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 wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> you don't have a clue what you're doing. He's like, you need to buy this and you need to do this. And so I've had the best teaching, you know. You mean you were actually a voice of reason? Absolutely. I, I have this little <laughs> Jarrett on my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that was that was when this stuff changed weekly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I, yeah I was flying. I was hardcore in RC helis. I mean, you know, you couldn't peel one out of my hand. And I'm at my RC flying field, my home field, and these guys start buzzing these things around. I'm like, what in the hell is this shit? You know what I mean? What happened in our flying field? And these guys don't even bring helis anymore. I'm like... <laughs> Am I the only one bringing an RC helicopter to an RC helicopter flying field? Evidently. And I said, all right. I said, all right, guy, you win, you win, you win. Sign me up. What do I get? Send me an Amazon shopping cart list, whatever. So, boom, 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 bought it. It took, you know, two or three days to get here, right? And I'm reading this stuff. It might as well be written in Hebrew. I have no idea <laughs> what the hell I'm looking at or reading or whatever. And then he's like, no, do this, this, and this. So, eventually, he just took it. And then I think I had to work or something, you know. Aircraft mechanic, you know, overtime, you know how that goes. And then you lose all track of everything else. You come out, and they're like, oh, look at that dinosaur sitting on the table. <laughs> I'm like, that was like in June. It's like August now. He's like, yeah, that was like, yeah, we're on like third generation of that now. Right. I'm like, well, shit. You <laughs> know, I just spent all this money. So you can't fly that no more. You can't, you can't fly, <laughs> who wants to fly that thing? Right. No nerds fly those things. Up. So are you, are you still mainly – Quad now, and I, I know you've got a fixed wing because I've seen it fly. But yeah, I, what's uh, your main purpose? Yeah, I learned FPV. I learned quad, and it wasn't until I was a couple of years into it that I finally decided, you know what, I'm going to try one of these airplanes. And I went out and bought a foamy and took it to the field. And by then, I'd set up enough stuff. I knew how to set up an airplane, so I pitched it in the air and. I think I made two or three loops in a roll and a twist <laughs> before it planted straight into the ground. You know, and those loops and rolls were not on purpose by any means. You I, know, got, I got this. But yeah, <laughs> I got this. And by the time I had finished with that airplane, you know, a, a year later, it was more glue and and uh, than it was foam. Right. It was it was a mess. But you figured it out. But I figured it out. You know, Michael helped me a lot of the way. Well, and uh, see. My, my deal is I, I love collective for the history. You know, uh, as young as that field is, there's a ton of history there for me. I was at your first club meeting. You yeah. had no idea who I was, and I was okay yeah. with that. I was still there. You know, I supported it from the beginning, still do. But it's just not where I can fly. My shit's too big. Yo, know, I, I probably have some shit that I can fly there, just hadn't done a very good job of it. <laughs> But, uh, you know, that's that same deal. If these guys are busy or you want to do something different, phone call away, man. Dude, Phil's yeah. really close to us, and he has some fixed-wing stuff. We can get him out there. I know we can. But I, I also want these guys out there. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, I'm not trying to pull them away from their home field. I love their home field. Right. You know, but – and. I, I guess at the same time we have to both we have it has we, to go both right ways. we have to we have to work better at being at both places right okay <laughs> next question next question all right well, well Clint's still running shit Do you know <laughs> yeah. absolutely still running shit. well we're gonna get hung up right here for the next hour and it's gonna be all bad right 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 okay all right so this is kind of a loaded question oh shit okay um 
Let's see here. Um, so we can all agree that the hobby has changed immensely in the past 10 years. Probably changed more in 10 years than it has probably in the whole, it's, its whole span, right? I would, I would say so. So as far as, and this is several tentacles of this question, and we can probably collectively answer this. I don't think we have to go one by one. But where do you guys see the hobby in the year 2030, in 10 more years? Eef. Wow. Uh, Man, that's a tough one. Honestly, uh, I'm going to be directly honest, and I'm going to stay on the positive road and right where it's at. Yeah. Uh, you have your helicopter guys. You have the quad guys. You have the quad racing guys. And then you have the air- airplane guys who have a photo quad, if you will. Mm-hmm. You know, you have the guys with the DJIs. You have the guys with the, what was it, the the other one? What what other one? The quad. The, 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 the your, your first quad. Oh, like, like a little racing drone. Yeah. No, 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 no. no. You, your first picture bird. The unique. Oh, yeah, unique Q500. Yeah. Yep. You have the guys with – you have the airplane guys with the random DJI or the the whatever that they can take off and take some cool pictures and be done with it. Man, I really feel like the, uh, the racing quad stuff, you know, the younger guys really, you know, excel at that stuff. But I think it's like a gateway drug. I really sure. do. I think I think it's a gateway drug into RC. Sure. Because if you start doing that, you're going to find yourself in in certain places and things like that where people are going to be flying helicopters or fixed wing, and you're going to want to try that. Right. You know. <clears throat> so I, I see that as is you know it kind of rejuvenated the hobby as as well as you know some of the old timers look at it like dude this ruined the hobby but sure. man I think it kind of rejuvenated the hobby too I can see both sides of that. Because there, there are some rogue dudes that go out and do some really crazy shit with drones that don't need to be doing that. And you can't get the but, FAA involved. Right, right, right. But also at the same time, uh, a previous guest of ours, I don't consider him a rogue dude, but I consider him a off-the-path dude, Shelby Vol, but he's completely legal. Yeah. yeah. You know, he does everything by the book. He's flying FPV. He's flying fixed wing. Well, man, like Toby, the you know, too, man. Yeah, Toby. Yep. I mean, does everything completely legal? Does everything by the book? But is what you would consider a hot rod? I mean, they they have an out of control side, but they also have a respect side that they respect the law. They respect what's going on. They respect the hobby. Well, and new people coming to the hobby. Philip's a good example, right? He kind of learned on his own and learned to fly FPV. Yep. So then he goes to fly fixed wing, line of sight. Right. And he's all messed up. I mean, oh, yeah. left is right, right is left. Yeah. Oh, forward, oh, crap. You know, what do I do Which, now? Dude, I went through that, too, and I didn't, yeah. have, I didn't have buddies like you. So yeah. I'm having to learn this on my own, you know? <laughs> and so you're seeing a lot of – you're talking about the young guys getting into the hobby flying race drones and stuff. I've seen guys flying race drones that can't hover a race drone five feet in front of them. But they can rip it. Yeah. FPV. Yeah. FPV, oh, yeah. they're fine. But line of sight, can't do it. Right. Cannot do it. And so that's a struggle I see a lot of people right. transitioning from the drone stuff into the airplane and stuff. Well, I Absolutely. Think, I think, sadly, you know, the RC heli side of things, you know, whereas everyone, like, uh, for a long time, the RC helicopters or, like, large-scale 3D planes were, like, considered the, the pinnacle of RC, right? You know, that's what I want to do when I get good, right? Well, it seems like now that RC helicopters are harder and harder to find. 
even new models, new innovation. It seems like we've been stuck in the RC helicopter world since about 2011, 12, 13. Right. I, Not a lot I of forward innovation. And, and one thing is, too, you should go to these events and, you know, attendance is down by half. Urcha, you know, for whatever we, it's Urcha is the International Radio Control Helicopter. International Radio, International <laughs> Radio Control Helicopter Association. They have a big jamboree every year in Muncie, Indiana. Uh, and, you know, I think the biggest year was 1,400-something people or 1,400 and registered pilots. Pilots, pilots, not people, pilots. And now yeah. we're down to 700, 600. So I'm not – this is how I feel about that. I think you have way more influences, and I think all of it is down. Now, you have the random ones who are – getting bigger and the reason those guys are getting bigger is they are the hometown they're not trying to make it something it's not regional passing the flame well basically. i'm going to use ice house as an example sure. right there i the think ice this, house yeah the, ice. <laughs> the yeah. ice house i i would go out to say this is the biggest turnout they've ever had sure but they're not uh, they're they're always trying to make it better make it grow i hope but don't make it something it's not. Right. Make, leave yeah. it the ice house. It's like the Jonal. I love going to the Jonal. But those guys have made it more about the money, in my opinion sure. at this point, than they have about the event. And that for sure is what happened to Urcha. Yeah, for sure. So, so, so Urcha, when I, when I went with you, what was that, 2013? 13, yeah. Yeah. Right. There was 1,100 registered pilots or something. Um, it was all the top names. You know, center stage, you know, and I can't fly like that. You know, I, I don't, it, I didn't even fly. No one wants to watch me fly at that event. And it's because it's all the big names. And I think that's what happened to some of the RC helicopters, some of the drone stuff. People got so good that everybody else felt like they couldn't compete. And now I think everybody got good. Yeah. So uh, I we had an experience. I say we had an experience. We got to go to Ice House this year. And uh, which I I've number one never heard of until this year until we started this, and number two obviously never been to, so we got to go this year and of course every big event in the nation was shut down due yep. to COVID, you know so you had some names at this event this year Jace Ducey being one of them, you know at the end of the day we showed up, what was it Thursday evening Larry. Yes, Thursday, we, we showed up late afternoon. Yep. We showed up Thursday late afternoon and got to watch that guy enjoy, in my opinion, enjoy flying. He was just flying his airplane, doing what he does. Now, when he flew Friday and Saturday, he had to be who he was. You know, he had to be the name. And to wear the hat. Yeah. He had to wear the hat. But Thursday evening when we got there, to me, it looked like he was just out flying, having a good time, which is what a person has to do. A Saturday evening flight. Yeah, yeah. A Saturday evening flight. And the man was having a great time and enjoying doing what he was doing. In my eyes, you know. Uh, well, all these people put these names and put this money and put all this shit into it. When that's great, it takes all that to make this operate or make everything operate. But don't forget why you're here. You're here to enjoy the adventure of the flight and the people. And pay it forward. And pay it forward. That's yeah. one thing, too. I was, I was sponsored, you know, as an RC helicopter pilot, you know, and I, basically I was in retail for a while, RC, the RC industry for a while. And, you know, from 2008, 2007 to about 2010, 11, 
going to an event was not fun for me. I mean, it was fun. But, but it wasn't work. But, but it, it was wasn't. It wasn't. The, it wasn't what I remember these things being. Right, you right. know, there were times that I get there that I wouldn't get my model out till till Sunday. You know, because I've been like, I was real big. I wasn't. A, I mean, I wasn't a stick. I mean, I was a pretty good pilot. I mean, don't get me wrong, but but uh, I was more like Michael just said the pay it forward aspect. That's something you get with RC helicopters. It's second to none. Is is the pay it forward aspect? Somebody helps you, you help them, and you just keep that that wheel turning. Yeah. So, and and it, it's a great feeling. You know, but uh, but like I said, I do that from from sunup to sunrise. You know, I wouldn't even eat lunch, wouldn't eat breakfast to get the shakes because I'm so hungry. You know, so thirsty, and all you want to do is go back to the hotel, and you can't because you know people are you know. So it was kind of a kind of a rough deal, but uh, I don't do that. Sorry, we had a bit of a technical failure here. Are you fucking kidding me right now? Spillage. You're welcome. Spillage. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Alcohol. Why would you do that when it's full? Why wouldn't I do that? God, I just want to give you some ice. Uh, Can't drink the warm. Trying to look out for you, brother. So one of the one of the, and I'm not gonna say who said it. Who said it? Wow. Who said it? I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say who said the ice house because the said it of the said it. But I, I'm not. I'm I not seen gonna, it. I'm not gonna say who said it. Hey, don't use it, my cozy to mop that that's up. That's my motherfucking cozy. I gave it to you. Cozy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh. One of the one of the things I heard from a hot rod pilot out there was one of the things I miss the most is being able to fly with somebody. You know, because a hot rod pilot goes to take off. Guess what? Everybody at the fun fly does sure. lands. They <laughs> land. Yep. Yep. And all that guy wants to do is fly with somebody and hang out. Sure. Yep. Well, man, that goes to like, uh, dude. Let's say any one of us won like multiple million dollars. Hey, right. Fallon. Hey, is stop yelling a, at motherfuckers, man. I'm trying to tell a story. Gosh, yeah, damn yelling it, Clint. in the mic and shit. God <laughs> damn. Well, damn, you got I'm over here watching these, this this graph. Fucking Clint shit. Oh, it's, have, it's gotta be twice as... Oh, it's twice yeah. everything. Yeah, Christmas. Jeez. But a, back, a paper towel. Yeah. One. <laughs> that's all that's left. You that's ate up the all toilet the, paper and man, paper towel together. Man, all the ribs you ate earlier, you used up all the paper towels. I used one and washed my hands, dickhead. Whoa. If you're interested Whoa. in sponsoring the RC Scrap Pile. Yeah, you, you can buy me. some paper towels, <laughs> man. Paper towels. They're not, as, uh, they're not quite as uh, hard to get a hold of as well, toilet this, paper right I, now. So, yeah. uh, it, <laughs> this segment sponsored by Brownie. <laughs> here, I filled a glass, you know, nicely with a perfectly mixed drink. It was a good pour. And this guy just dumps a whole handful of ice in it and spills it everywhere all over my damn jeans. You're Shit. fucking welcome, man. I was trying to help you out, dude. Yeah. You needed some ice. Two pieces of ice would have been perfect. Not that. You're welcome. Sorry I love you, dude. Sorry I'm looking out for you. I'm so sorry. It's all over my damn phone. In this portion, sponsored by Bounty, the quicker, the yeah. yeah. I'm recording <laughs> this, and you, Clint's voice picks up on... All the mics. Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely, dude. Absolutely, Larry. Larry's in the producer spot tonight. I'm sorry. Uh, so can next, I finish my story? Finish your story. Gosh, damn, dude. So it was Fucked like if up you my drink. Gosh, I can't even finish. <laughs> I don't even remember what you were saying. <laughs> so it's like if you won a million dollars, oh yeah. Man. Or, or multiple millions at this point, because a million dollars really ain't shit nowadays, yeah. right? This would be a different party than this. Right, right, right exactly. Right but uh, at some point, you know, you, you've done everything that you can do. You've seen everything that you can see. You have tried everything that your your heart or your mind has ever imagined. And now it's gotten to a point to where everything's bored, right? 
So now, like your buddies, you know, are not in the, not in the echelon that you are. So at this point, you're like, hey, come on, come to my island. Let me put you on a private okay, jet. Okay, the we'll strippers fly you out here and everything like that. <laughs> and and at that point, you know, it's like you can't do or see anything that you haven't seen at this point. So how boring does the world get when you've done and seen everything that you can do? That's true. But you know something? There's the old saying, I'm going to muck it up. But uh, it's uh, I saw it on a T-shirt the other day. It said, uh, don't be afraid to do something you suck at or don't be afraid right. to suck or something. You exactly. Know? And just like imagine starting all over again. You know, 2003 yep. when I bought my first helicopter. I mean, I was shaking like a dog shit in peach seeds <laughs> trying yeah. to fly that helicopter. <laughs> And I tell you what, two thousand dollars on the line, and oh, yeah. you know what I mean, and just knees clacking, and and you know, and having that mentor there to help me out, you know, really made me who you know made me successful at it. You right? Know? What a rush, though, huh? That's right, man. It That's was right. a rush. Yeah. So, also in part of that, in part of that rush, imagine doing what we're done, right? Yeah, for here. sure. With this, we didn't have a mentor. Oh, sure. We had the three of us and a hope. And not even really a hope. We a had, prayer. No, dude. Yeah, yeah we it, crashed a few, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we crashed a few. But at the end of the day, you know, starting this deal, it has been one of the most fun things. Involving the hobby. Not necessarily out flying the airplane, right. but involving the hobby. You know, talking to people. Like when we showed up at the Ice House. You know the people who greeted us. I mean that that's a that's a new meaning. It doesn't have nothing to do with flying an airplane. That's about sure. shaking somebody's hand. Mm-hmm. Right? And man, like you're paying you, it for. You sent me a yeah. message the other night. He said all these people giving thanks on Thanksgiving for us doing what we're doing. You know, I got multiple messages. Absolutely. You know, multiple things on our Facebook page. I'm sure you did too. Uh, and that's just amazing to me. Yeah. It's just and absolutely amazing. We're over here dicking off and people appreciate it, <laughs> you know? Recording you know, a bullshit session. Yeah, yeah, well, exactly. Just, right, but I also appreciate, and I'm thankful for you guys doing what you're doing right now. Next question. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, that's, and that's why, because you, you guys have you know brought in so many people and talked to so many people, and then there's people that are like, well, who are these guys? You know? so, right. No, I, I get it fully, and... And to be honest, we uh, Casey and I have had this conversation, and I, I had an anticipation of this was coming tonight, which <laughs> I was completely okay with, you know. But it is a different aspect of it, of being asked questions versus doing the asking. Oh, yeah. I like questions. <laughs> Next way. All right. So, pretty straightforward question. But uh, what are some of the other hobbies you guys have? Ew. <laughs> Boy. Who's starting this one off? <laughs> Larry, you're up. Man, put you on the spot. There's so many. I've made cigar box guitars, uh, freaking Volkswagens. Uh, man, what have I been? Man, so much stuff. I don't don't, f- don't forget the rings. Coin rings, yeah. I make rings out I've, of coins. I, uh, I've got one of his rings. It is a pinky <laughs> ring that I wanted when I was single. Yeah, and it's a uh, it's out of a dollar. It's out of a yeah, yeah, yeah. It's out of a it's out of a silver dollar. That's cool. Yeah, it's it's a really cool. Ring. I mean, uh, so I, you still do that? Yeah. Yes. Uh, that I've got probably a hundred cigar boxes ready to make it. I just, huh, man. I hey, you know what? I, I get just, bored and I I go all in on something and. So, so do you have like a YouTube but, channel or anything but, like that showing? But, no, 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 no. No, just no. get it all yourself. But he won't fly his timber. 
Oh, here we go. No, I thought, hey, wait. I thought we were going to get around bust that. your balls on a different level, Larry. <laughs> so you make cigar box guitars, and I don't have one of these. I, well, I need to make this happen. I, it's okay. I got you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got it. I just, you know, you know how it is, man. Ooh. I've got, uh, like I said, coin rings, cigar Thanks, box guitars. I've raced slot cars, drag race slot cars. Uh, Volkswagen. Uh, it's, your it's, kids? It's, Endless, yeah, kids. You ever uh, go to that track in Dell City? Yeah, the, was, that's where I race. Okay, HO slot cars, sure. drag race. It's all drag race. Is it okay? HO yeah. slot cars and uh, uh, what? What are they? Thirty second scale or whatever the bigger ones? Right. Mess with that, uh, man. <laughs> yeah, I, would, I think Larry is the most di- of the three of us. I know Casey's. Uh, he. It would be Larry, Casey, and then myself because I'm stuck. I'm I'm where I'm at. These guys have some really cool other hobbies other than flying. Well, you go next. He uh, just did. Check that box off. I, I would say cars. Like like uh, auto racing or. Yeah, at, at one point in time, I did a uh, dirt, dirt racing, tracker and yeah, dirt yeah. track racing. Sure. And. Uh, I'm a gearhead by heart. I mean, I love it. it. So if it has tits or tires, I'm in. You know, I mean, I don't know how else to explain that, but that's just where I'm at. You, did you ever race at I-44 speed? Oh, yeah. many About four years worth. Well, we were probably there at the same time because uh, well, I built a, a mini stock for a guy and raced out there for years. Yeah. Uh, th- that was actually my the end of my tenure with racing was I-44. <laughs> Man, me and I think – me and you and like a certain circle of people have been in a lot of places. I know that you we didn't you know. you posted on Terry's picture that you were yeah. at the we were at the same Red Bull Air Race. Yeah, the Red Bull Air Race is down yep. there. Yeah, and man, me and Clinton Larry. Yeah, were oh yeah, we were all there freezing your gonads. No, nope. <laughs> I left. You I left, left Saturday. Saturday. We left Saturday. We left Sunday. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, Sunday was brutal. Well, I had like a booth. All uh, all the horsepower yeah. that <laughs> we didn't. <laughs> all the horsepower those engines made Sunday. Woohoo! Yeah, nice yeah. cold air, boy. Yeah, they they sold their blankets. I, I they they could have tripled the price. Seventy-five dollars. Oh, man, oh, yeah. <laughs> everybody had one. It was a poncho. Hey, Ninety-seven fifty. I'm gonna tell you right what? now, there was two things on point there, other than the racing. That was the Bloody Marys. The Bloody Marys. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Boy, that Bloody Mary bar. Woohoo! And uh, at I think at that same Bloody Mary bar, they made like the screen corn. Boy, Lotus or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I I had one of those, and who I took with me had. Uh, well, let me rephrase that. She had the corn. I had the Bloody Mary. Y'all had a goddamn gallon bucket of tater tots or something too. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. <laughs> she had chili and cheese. Oh, and yeah. My dad even made a comment. He's like, "These fuckers ain't scared to eat, are they?" Like, oh, <laughs> no, no, no look at me. I no, like no, to eat. Not. I, <laughs> I enjoy good. I enjoy good snacks. That's the same. That's the same trip that. Uh, I think both of y'all got your cherry popped on babes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That was the first time I ever had babes. Absolutely. We need to have babes. Yeah, we do. Yeah, hey, hey whenever, whenever y'all are ready to go to babes, you just let us know. Man, yeah. let me in. tell you how hardcore. Hey, like the uh, hold, first, on, hold on. God hold on. God damn it. I hold on. shit. Are you kidding me, Clint? Did no, you, you hold on. Did you know <laughs> babes? <laughs> did you know babes is BYOB? No. Bring Absolute. your own beer. Bring no. your own beer. Huh. Yeah. Oh. Or yeah. wine. Or whatever, they'll bring you the they'll bring you the setup. Hey, this is where I want to call out our buddy Clay Ricks. 
because like the first, I don't know, seven or eight shows we did, we talked about Babes this on guy. there. He reached out to Babes and said, dude, these guys on this podcast are talking about you every week. Can <laughs> can you guys do like some kind of discount program, maybe a gift certificate or something like that? And they're like, no. No. <laughs> no. no we're, we're <laughs> Who very, are these guys? We're very well known but, and uh, people are going to eat here if they're yeah. going to eat here. You know? <laughs> but at the same time, so Casey didn't get to go on this trip. Larry, uh, Larry and I, his wife, and me and my wife, and uh, Clay Ricks and his wife, and there was somebody. Was it just us three, Larry? I think, was, I think it was just us six. Yeah, it was just us six. We uh, so we're sitting in the church parking lot across the road drinking beer, and the lady walks out. She's like, "Y'all want a pie?" Absolutely. We had no idea what kind of pie. <laughs> she brings us out a whole coconut cream pie. It's like, here you go. That's my you favorite. Know. Oh, my. Uh, you want, dude. Absolutely my favorite. I made I made one this week. It was pretty damn good, but I, I bet it wasn't that good. No, it wasn't. Because I I, it that, that coconut, we sat there in that parking lot. And I promise you that myself, Kenzie Ricks, Clay Ricks, and I know Larry, Larry took half a pie home, but the <laughs> other half we sat there and ate. <laughs> it, it was a good time. I, y- y'all should go. For so sure. what was the we'll question? Yeah. yeah, other hobbies, uh, pie eating, um, which, <laughs> eating. Which man, I'm like an idiot when it comes to hobbies. I try to come up with a new hobby every year, and uh, some of those stick, some of those don't. You know, I try it for a year, but uh, my main ones are probably photography. Uh, I do graphic design, uh, logo design, everything like that. I, my my big claim to fame right now is probably product photography. Um. But the aircraft stuff. It? What do what? What kind of photography? Product photography. I thought you said chronic. No product. <laughs> I said that. You, you don't have headphones some, you're on. Taking some photos of some chronic. But. <laughs> oh, you want ice now, motherfucker? Yeah, I want okay. ice now. Well, the glass Before. is fucking empty, asshole. But, uh, so I mean, I've probably built fifteen classic Mustangs uh, in my lifetime. Uh, really big automotive background, which which kind of helps me on the mechanical side of all the stuff that we're doing. Um, really, I, dude, I got so immersed in computers when you started being able to, I tinted windows so you had uh, a, a plotter, you know, that cut out all the designs and everything like that. Like, we can cut out window tint, we can cut out letters and graphics and do all this stuff. And then that turned into, I started wrapping cars, uh, doing graphics and everything like that, the signs, the billboards, the, you know, storefronts, everything like that. And then uh, that kind of leaded into... Well, if I can do that, I can design websites. So I started designing websites, you know, and everything's kind of gone hand in hand throughout this whole deal. And a lot of it, like I said, hand in hand. It's crazy how, you know, on a ladder, you can start breaking into a lot of different things. Branching out, yeah. So kind of kind of branching out. So your your reinvention of yourself via hobbies per se. Yeah, yeah, I'm totally reinventing myself because of hobbies. I I've turned basically a hobby into a career at right. this point. Was that something you felt like you needed to do or well, is that something that just happened? You know, it's uh, necessity is the mother of right. all invention. <laughs> Paychecks. You know, so it was kind of one of those things, you know, we've had some rough goes and stuff with COVID going on and I've always worked in the car business and it's a high turnover business. Sure. You know, and uh, I've learned a lot of knowledge in that deal and I'm thankful for all of it, but I don't want to go back to it. Right. So, you know, I'm taking all the knowledge that I've gained throughout, you know, my career in the automotive business and trying to 
to turn that into uh, a personal business. You know, people call me and go, well, what do you do? And I'm like, well, what do you need? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, you know, I'm a pretty multifaceted guy. If I can't do it, you probably don't need it. So, <laughs> but, you know, but the best part about it is you can't reach over and get that glass. Of ice. I know, right? Well, no, I'm talking right now. <laughs> Bartender hey, was the on the list. The last time I gave you ice, you bitched about it for at least five minutes. So I'm trying to play it easy on this one, brother. Philip, your turn. My turn, background or hobbies. Yeah. So kind of like a lot of you guys, I have a automotive background. I spent uh, 13 years racing uh, uh, SCCA Pro Solo. Uh, did a little bit of dirt track. That was way too expensive. What kind of dirt track? Just roundy round, stock. Uh, like a, a factory stock? Or yeah. A pro? Okay. Yeah, factory stock and pro stock. And yeah, that didn't last long. It's way too expensive. That's yeah, car racing is the fastest yeah. way to lose money. Uh, I've restored yeah, a couple of cars. Gonna, you're yeah. gonna, I'm not gonna make money that way. Yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I've restored a couple of cars. I've done a couple of Volkswagens. Uh, did a '72 Chevelle frame off restoration. So that's uh, uh, that's probably one of my favorite cars. But go ahead. Yeah. So where are you from, Philip? Originally, I mean, that's one thing I don't think we ever asked. Uh, well, um, I'm a uh, military brat. Okay. So I was actually born overseas, so I'm the only, you know, British Hispanic guy around. <laughs> <laughs> Bangers and mash with a side of enchiladas. That's huh? exactly right there. <laughs> so, so, and then my dad retired here in Oklahoma, and, and then I uh, went to high school here, graduated, swore up and down I'd never come back. And then <laughs> I, re- I uh, retired from the military, and guess where I wound up? Right here in Oklahoma. Right back here in Oklahoma. So one of other Phillips' other talents he's not talking about is his chili. Yeah. So, and this just this was a, a, a prelude. Slick, yeah, a prelude. That was slick, wasn't it? So, uh, New Year's Day, Collective always always has a uh, chili cook-off. It's always good luck to eat chili on that day and fly that day. We so might have told. made that part up. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so every year we've been good. doing it for ten years. New Year's Day, people make make their chili, come out, hang out, fly, and uh, <laughs> what are you looking for? You can have one. Your beer to oh, be you, empty. Oh, Yours ain't oh, empty. Oh, I've, she's been bringing it to me. Terry's been. I just wink at Terry, and she brings me one. <laughs> Properly trained. <laughs> Now I'm going to be in trouble. <laughs> I'm over here winking. I ain't getting nothing. <laughs> but Oops. Yeah. Sorry. Got a twitch or something. What's wrong with you? <laughs> New Year's Day, we always have a ch- chili cook-off, so everybody's welcome. You don't have to bring chili. But Philip makes the hottest chili known to man. You've won what? How many awards with that um, thing? I got first place for the hottest chili in, gosh, four or five different years yeah. in a row in different states. If you think if you think the chili you're eating is not hot enough, you take one spoonful of his and put it in your chili, stir it up, you can't eat it. I'm out, dude. I, oh, I don't, I don't, it's I good. Don't want, I don't want it that hot. It's good. It's hot. Yeah. Well, hey, I'll, I'll put it this way. Me and Phil have hung out for the like, last couple of weeks together, and I like hot shit. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Phil <laughs> can eat Every, everywhere we go, he's like, uh, you got anything hotter than this? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, he, that's one of Philip's talents is eating hot food. Ooh, that chili's good, though. Man, he can tear it up. 
So yeah. now if I could get him to drink beer like he eats hot shit, we'd be in, <laughs> we'd be in good company right there. So if you guys are local in the state, we'd love to have you uh, January 1st. About nine o'clock in the morning. Check yeah, we have our, coffee, hot chocolate. Yep. Check our Facebook page for. I'm gonna be there. We're, we're doing that for sure. It, it, I it, love flying on New Year's Day. And it doesn't matter what the weather. I've been out there with six inches of snow. Yep. So. I'm in. Yep. I might. I might only get one. Are you, flight are you, in. Are you I only get that? one flight in. Right. <laughs> are you going to bring that old ass bottle of rum chata? Maybe. <laughs> well, I already drank that, that old ass bottle rum chata. That was rum chata with coffee liqueur. Man, this guy he sent he sent us all a picture in that group message of that. Old ass bottles of shit. You know, it looked like puke on a cabinet. Oh, dude, it was like all these like the little airplane bottles. Oh, yeah. But which, it was all fucking eighteen year old girl stuff. Dude, oh, it yeah. was. Well, dude, here's what's 99 funny. Ninety nine bananas. Man, here's what's funny. You know who got me that? My mom. It was like it was like a Christmas present, dude. She got me like a menagerie of all kinds of different crap. So that was the stuff that was left over. There was some good stuff. I already drank all that. Obviously. Next. Jeez, quick! <laughs> Next, golly! So, I'm gonna. Well, these guys are these guys are looking at the <laughs> <I know>. schedule. <laughs> so I'm 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 gonna reword one of they're uh, running questions shit, on here. not you. Let That's them right. do it. So one of Jared's <laughs> questions on here uh, are goals in the hobby. What what do you guys think your goals in the hobby are, and what do you think your goals with the podcast are? I know you guys have said you don't really you didn't you didn't start out with any goals, but now that you've hit the ground running and popularity is well man honestly as far as the goals with the podcast i had a goal of let let's get some people in here that we can do sponsorships with to where you know we get people a discount maybe we get some free stuff to, to fly around and let other people experience you know that's the pay that's, it forward aspect yeah the pay yeah. it forward aspect and man uh, that was my plan for a year Dude, we're like 25 shows in. That's why I'm asking. What's, that, what's your goals and that, now? And You've that, already happened, that happened in like the first couple of months. <laughs> yeah. So um, the goals are shattered, you know, absolutely shattered. You know, um, my biggest deal that, that I would like to do, like you are saying, I want to pay it forward. I want, uh, you know, we, we've got a pretty good listener base so far. It, it's absolutely insane. It, it blows my mind every day. And I'm one of them analytic nerds. I'm having to stop looking at it because I'm like, oh. <laughs> but um, but it's uh, one of those things that you know I like you said pay it forward. Um, we don't work real hard at putting out content. You know it, it, we're we're very it's you hear what we're thinking, Jared. I'm taking offense. To that. <laughs> you know, and the, and there's uh, there's a lot of times that you're hearing at the same time we do. Yeah. You know, I've actually gotten hit up on Messenger and be like, Hey, that show last week. What were you talking about here? And I'm like. Fuck, I don't remember. <laughs> you know, I have no clue what I was talking about. So I, I, I got that this week. I yeah. believe. Terry sent that message in you. <clears throat> you asked him something. He's right. like, I have no clue. Yeah. Well, yeah, there, there was a couple. There's more than one that this happens to, man. Terry was one of them. Old Brenton was one of them. Um, old Sean Bunny Chapman kind of hit me up on some stuff. I'm like, I don't remember. I, I'm sorry. Buddy. So... <clears throat> This thing has got so in-depth so fast. You know, uh, I don't know that people understand that we sit here and we have a conversation and we're having an open conversation, but I literally have to listen to the podcast Monday or Tuesday to remember what we talked about. Uh, I, I am literally blown away on almost a daily basis from the support and the questions and the answers 
from all of it. And uh, I had an experience this weekend. So at Ice House. The Ice House. The Ice House. The Ice House. (laughs) (laughs) At the Ice House, uh, Jason Duran threw us. We gave away a 140, one of his engines, you know. And uh, I, I hope the guy's listening who has the engine because it's the engine that's all the red, white, and blue pictures. It's that engine. Right. You know, the the end user got the engine, and it was missing the center bolt for the crankshaft. You know, that the prop, you know, the prop right, goes right. on, then there's the six bolts, there's a center bolt, and some nuts. Right. Everything was there but the center bolt. Well, Which, that, that engine was sent to us to do product photography with. Right, right, right. You know, it wasn't you a know, complete engine. We didn't have ignitions. We didn't have We anything. didn't have nothing for it other than the <laughs> engine. You know, which uh, that's not no fault of nobody. You know, that's how it was arranged, and we ended up giving the engine away in the raffle at the ice house. There were many months in between when we got that engine to where it was given away, so there's no way that anybody could have known that maybe it was missing something. Right. So, well, when Jason sent the items to give away at the ice house, he sent the ignitions and the packet for that. Right. Where's the center bolt? And only the center bolt's missing. Well, the end user reached out and was like, hey, I don't have the center bolt. You know, I'm like, oh, shit. You know, well, <laughs> so so the end user's like, well, I need to set smoke mufflers and all this, that, and the other for this engine. So I just forwarded him. I, you know, I was like, hey, dude, we'll get you taken care of. And I forwarded him right to Jason. Jason took care of the situation, you know, made it right, done everything we had to do. But it's situations like that. You know, I mean, that's so much fun to meet somebody. And that guy had no clue who we were as RC Scrap Pile. And I just sent him the last episode. I was like, here you go. You know, this is what we do. This is where we're at. You know, my expectations in in the podcast are to continue to grow. We're all just human. Yeah, and you guys are growing exponentially, so. You know, we're all just human. We're all here. You know, I'm a real live person. I, I, I'm not here to bullshit nobody. I'm not here to fuck nobody over. I'm not. I, I'm here for me, and I'm here for them, and I'm here to pay it forward. So hopefully, we can continue to grow and continue to have fun. And I will add that if it was ten of you listening or ten thousand of you listening, you're going to get the same, same story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Gonna you're going to get the same line of bullshit. Right. It's just going to be what it is, and we're going to have fun doing it. Man, I've had multiple people dub us as the Joe Rogan podcast of RC, and that just that makes me feel a thousand percent. I guarantee you know? you know there's a lot of podcasts, and you know I found an aircraft maintenance podcast the other day, and I was like, mm, you know. <laughs> It was definitely, you know, you can tell the organic podcast right. where there's a true chemistry and in the podcast that are just put together willy-nilly, you right. know, not really, but, you know, and chemistry is all about it, you know, and I listen, I mean, I've listened to every episode, so is Michael, and it's, yep. it, it never gets old. It's two hours oh, of getting through the week. We and definitely we, appreciate it. Well, dude, there's none of this scripted. Yeah. Now, there might be a couple of messages throughout the week. What are we going to talk about? Who's going to be on the show? What are we doing? Dude, it is a fucking menagerie of fucking trash. <laughs> you know? It's a scrap pile. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a scrap pile. It's a scrap pile for sure. We, you know, I mean, we don't plan anything. It's down to last minute. This is probably one of our most planned shows. And right. what was it, three days? Yeah, if that. If that. Because so, we had a holiday in the middle. Right. But, you know... 
when you were gone, right. all the withdrawal posts that were on your absolutely those are, those those, are for real. Yeah, you know? those are real. Yeah. <laughs> I'm up Monday morning going to work, I'm going. Like, Crap. I don't want to listen to Because that's all yeah. I listen to is yeah. podcasts, and, and now I have a hole. Like, but here's what you don't understand, is we had that same withdrawal not doing it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I imagine. Absolutely. So this the last episode, this past Monday, I'm driving to work. My r- drive to work's not long enough to listen to the whole show, obviously. I turn my blinker on to pull into the, the parking lot, and I hear, let's talk about the bed. Or whatever somebody said. Right, yeah. <laughs> I turned my blinker off and kept driving. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I made a couple laps just to make sure I could hear it. And then, then when I finally got something, you know, I could turn it off and wait till later. Right. I went back to work. So yeah. I, was, I was a few minutes late. Some had some, good some, had some sheets, too, or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. They were horrible. Oh. Yeah. But, no, uh, see, that's what... And that's what I want everybody to understand is that in doing this, we love doing what we're doing. It's not, it's not about anything else other than we enjoy being here. You know, we enjoy doing what we're doing. We enjoy having, you know, all these, uh, this is both of you guys second time on. Yeah. And I understand the roles are a little reversed right now, (laughs) but, uh, but at the end of the day, this is your second time on. I love having, re- uh, not necessarily the repeats, but I love hearing the end of the story or the next section, of the right. next chapter in the book. Right. Well, man, I mean, this this is our normal Friday or Saturday night. We're sitting here with a microphone in our face. We're just hitting record, and you guys are hearing what the hell we're going to talk sure. about. It, sh- it comes out in the end product. So. Right. And, uh, you know, our goal with starting this deal was we wanted it to be like, the after hours, like you're sitting at the field with your buddies and everything like that, bullshitting in the parking lot. That's what we wanted this to be, you know? And that's exactly what it feels I, like. I, you know, when you're driving to work, that's what it feels like. We're accomplishing our goals, man. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. All right, next question. Larry was awful quiet on that one, though. Yeah? Oh, Larry, you got yeah, anything? I'm, I'm, He's hiding uh, back there, so. I know. It, I'm yeah. just waiting for him to jump out. <laughs> <laughs> Philip, you got anything, bud? No, we're good? Okay. Good. All right, so his next question is a uh, pretty another straightforward one. Um, but it is a little, uh, little, I guess, might make you think a little bit, too. Um, oh, shit, I didn't think. <laughs> Boy. What, sh- <laughs> what should I ask you that I didn't know enough to ask? So I don't know you wow. well enough to ask. What should I ask about you? So I used to do porn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, not really. No. <laughs> I, just, I just figured that'd be a good so icebreaker. Th- there's a good bunch of questions now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which brings us to our next segment. Right. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm a pretty open book. Uh, whether That's it's my per- with Whether it's my personal life or my real life or my model life or my RC life or whatever, you know. Which, man, the only thing I can think of is uh, – Growing up, I remember watching Saturday Night Live, and that's what I wanted to do. Sure. Absolutely, that's what I wanted to do. I started playing saxophone because of Saturday Night Live, you know, and then it then it graduated into, I want to play guitar, I want to be like G.E. Smith. Sure. You know, and, uh, I, dude, I wanted to be those dumb, funny skits that everybody does, man, whether it was writing or whether it was doing it. And uh, then I found out that you had to be part of some kind of uh, actor's guild that was in New York. And uh, to be selected for sure. Saturday Night Live. And I looked into doing that. I looked into moving to New York. 
And I was like, dude, I can't do that. And it totally shot my dreams. I mean, it really did. Because that's what I, I mean, really, there were two things that I really wanted to do in life. One of them was I wanted to be on uh, Saturday Night Live, and I wanted to be a rock star. Well, I turned 30, and neither one of those <laughs> happened. So, you know, what, what is my next thing to do? It wasn't RC, you know, but, but, I, but I found that. Sure. You know, and it was one of those things that, man, it's, it's turned into something really cool. I've met a ton of cool people. Hell, I'm even making some money at it. Yep. You know? So, one of the... One of the things I'll say to that, not necessarily myself, but towards Casey, is he is one of the most diverse people I know. You know, whether it be... I'm an idiot, pretty much. (laughs) No, not at all. Yeah. (laughs) But whether it be tinting the windows on your car, uh, before everybody showed up tonight, he was jamming on a guitar. You know, I mean, uh, flying an airplane, doing design work, doing photography work. I mean, Casey is one of the most diverse people I know, you know, so it's because I don't know what the fuck I want to do, man. It's not, it's not intentional. It's just because I'm chasing. No, no, I I understand that. But uh, my addition to that is it is, is is slowly teaching me kind of how to be that way. I, I've always been a work driven person. I get up, I go to work. I get up, I go to work. I don't care if I'm sick. I don't care if I have an earache. I don't care if I have a toothache. I don't care if I have a headache. I don't care. I go to work. I work. You know, this guy, he's like, eh, fuck you. I'll go over here and make, I'll go over here and make more money on a day off because I wanted the day off. And then I'll come to work tomorrow. It kind of pisses you off, though, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I don't have that in me, but I also have that in me. You know, if that makes sense. I'm I'm not necessarily geared that direction, but I'm learning it. You know, I'm, I'm learning it in his in his world. Well, man, there's a, there's a couple of schools of thought on that. You know, um, there, there's people that want to go to work, and they want to, you know, be – What's, what's the word that I'm looking for? There? People Intense. pleasers. Yeah, not, not necessarily people pleasers, but consistency. Right. You know, I can go work for somebody else. They're going to they're gonna pay this wage. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do these things, and I'm going to get a check, and I know that that's going to happen. You know, and then. Comfortable. Comfortable. Comfortable is a good word for that. You know, where I'm kind of on the opposite end of that spectrum. I'm tired of making money for somebody else. You know, Um not that I'm against that, you know, because, I mean, I've had a lot of good people that I've worked for and things like that where I've learned a lot of things. I've gotten more out of it than I've probably gotten paid. But at the end of the day, you know, I want to do something for myself. And, you know, I don't want to rely on somebody else for my income because, you know, the COVID thing has taught me something that was the, the, that's bigger than, than anything that I've learned throughout my whole career. Is anything. I don't know, but that was absolutely insane sounding. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but uh, this place is haunted. No, it, it, oh, abso- it, it absolutely is. It absolutely is. But uh, you know, I, I'm tired of relying on somebody else. You know, because you know, I got laid off because of the COVID deal, and you know, that was no fault of the employer that I worked for. You know, it was a situation to where they had to cut some bait to to keep their business afloat. I totally understand that, but I don't want to be at somebody else's mercy anymore. You know, I want to be able to make those calls. You know, this is something I can make some money on. This is something I can't make some money on. This is something I can do. This is something that I can't. I'm, I'm tired of making, you know, I'm tired of 
being somebody else's decision. I want to be the decision maker, you know, and that's, that's kind of what's pushed me into doing what I'm doing, you know, which I don't know if it's right. I don't know if it's wrong, but Hey, it's what I'm doing. And, it, and it's something I love to do. Sure. You know, I mean, everybody else is like, man, I had to work the day after Thanksgiving. I'm like, man, I laid around on my couch all day. I built an airplane. I made some. Pisses you off, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I put I, some ham and some Hawaiian rolls and ate that shit. I drank, I, I was I drank some coffee this morning with some rum chata, and it was pretty freaking awesome. You know? I was cussing him at 1.30 oh, this afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> but, man, what you don't know is, you know, those other days where I'm not doing anything or not making anything, dude, there's some months where I freaking kill it. You know, there, there are some months where I probably make what you make in two months. And then there are other months when I make less than you make in a day. You know, I mean, there, there, there's definitely some, some turmoil and some challenges to it. But I don't, I don't think I want it any other way. I would rather be in charge of my own destiny on this stuff. Larry, you know? you're over there making noises, brother. I'm a government employee. I got no say in anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Man, everybody awkward silence. I'm, with, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I put everybody in an awkward silence position. That's all right. I'm with Casey on this. I haven't had a real job, and I don't know, Michael, how long has Not it been since, yeah. since I've had a real job? <laughs> you know, I was fortunate enough to work in oil and gas and make a make a little bit of money, and I made enough where it's like, you know what? I don't want to work a normal job anymore. So now I I take work as it comes along, and live off my savings account. I, I'm just not in that position, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I wish I was for myself and for my wife both. You know, that way we didn't have to work. But I got about I, 12 more years. Yeah, I got about 12 more years, and then I'm going to be serving fries with that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you want fries with that? Yes, sir. Extra crispy. <laughs> my hair will be white enough I can hand out shopping carts at Walmart. Walmart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You'd be a greeter. Thank you for coming to Walmart. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to be sitting back hoping somebody else is doing it for me. Yeah. (laughs) I might be there too. I mean, really, I'm a month away from being something psycho or something not. (laughs) I'm a month away from being, hell yeah, to, I don't know what I'm going to do. How am I going to make my house payment? Oh, shit. (laughs) But, dude, I I like it. I'm okay with it. That's cool, man. If you can chat. And and in saying that, this deal. Uh, has no bearing on that. We enjoy doing what we're doing. Yeah. If we if we got to set this deal up at my at uh, my build room, that's what we're gonna do. You know, oh, we're yeah. gonna continue doing this one way or another. Dude, if we got to set this up on the street, we can do that. It'll happen. Thank you for the man from the UK. Way. That's right, <laughs> our UK buddy. Yeah. Battery operator. I got a badass kerosene heater that I broke in tonight at the shop. Yeah. That thing, yeah. Hey, listen, that thing. I'm impressed that little dude. I'm going to bring that toolbox in about a week, by the way. Just let me know. Yeah, oh, yeah. All oh, right. hey, you're letting Clint put stuff in your shop? I'll bring some stuff by myself. I got, I got put, a few things. I'm, yeah. putting, I'm putting a toolbox in there that he still has crowbars out of. Right, right. You're sitting right there eating. Yeah. <laughs> so I hear you get your tools back, take the toolbox to him, get the tools back. Yeah. Toolbox yeah. in quotes. Uh, so It's uh, not the average toolbox. And that was, that was really my – so – my life is really fucked up weird. and uh, That's an understatement. Yeah. And uh, that was one of my first experiences in putting an engine together. Uh, we helped his son put together, what was that, a little 87? 
87, yes, sir. 87 long bed. We slid a cam and an old long bed Chevrolet. Man, it was slick <laughs> by the time we got done with it. And uh, I carted some tools over there, and it's just one of them deals. My old father-in-law has decided to sell it, you know, part out and be done. And it's time for the toolbox to move. <laughs> You got a trailer for that bastard? Good, Jerry. Man, I'm going to have to rent a trailer. <laughs> Dude, that's going to be gonna go in the bed of a truck. That's, that's going to be a sure. rollback situation. No, I, actually, our good friend Kirk gave me a hint on what to do, so I'm going to do it. You'd go rent a, you'd go rent a trailer. You know, so you know the uh, man lift? Yeah. You know that trailer that lowers down? Oh, yeah, yeah. And you yeah. can back the man lift off? Sure. I don't need the man lift. I just need the trailer. <laughs> you you just go. roll a trailer on it, call it to his <laughs> place, it. And roll it off. There you go. So I'll go ahead and wrap up our segment of the show here uh, for the Q&A for you guys uh, with what is your best hobby-related memory? Oh, God. Roll. Uh, Turn back time man, and reload. Are we, talk, are we talking overall? Or overall, your RC. Present or I, your RC uh, hobby-related memory. Man, it's hard to talk. Your first visit to Jonal. First visit. First visit to Jonal. Uh, <laughs> we went, what was uh, was it, 20, was that 18? 2018. 18. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Just something to see, huh? Absolutely. Planes everywhere, food, campers. Absolutely. So, I talked shit to this guy for at least six months. Uh, and year, I, uh, six months. Maybe, uh, and and I mean, talk serious shit. Like, dude, you ain't fucking going. You have no clue what you're missing. Man, I was kind of in on that train too, and Clint was right. I didn't make it. <laughs> you know, I started a new job, and I'm like, man, I just can't. I said, call it. me up, motherfucker. Shit. And I wasn't wrong. What year was that, Larry? 2019. 2019. So 18. Yeah. 18. 18. No, 19. 19. Yeah. Yeah. 19. Yeah, it was 19 because I ended up taking my family to Disney that year. Yeah. And that's why I couldn't go. But there's so many, man, there's so many great memories. It's it's hard to it's hard to narrow it down to one. Sure. I mean, that's probably the biggest memory, the most. Uh, I don't know if it's the best, but I mean, it's definitely like. I mean, everybody remembers their first solo landing. Sure. That's a great memory. Yep. You know? But, uh, uh, you know? I, I I got you on that one when you get to me. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Larry. No, I'm, just, I'm good. Go ahead. So. Clint taking over. Uh, <laughs> no, you go ahead. I'll finish it off. No, no, no. You're, I'm going to no, finish. No, go I'm going to finish it off. You go ahead. So, I'm going to. One of the. I'm going to say the top absolute memory at this age, sitting right here right now, is uh, the first time my dad and I flew together. You know, uh, of all the memories I have, he was flying a quick fly three that he had he had built, and it was red, white, and blue. It was mainly red with white and blue trim. And he had converted it to a trail, tail dragger. Had a Super Tiger 51 on it. He was flying it. And uh, uh, mind you, I was probably 14 when this happened. And uh, I had a Trainer 60 that he had built. It was purple and white with an OSFP 60 when you could still get an old FP 60. Bushing motor. You know, just old bullshit. 
and he built that airplane, and I landed it the first time we flew it. He took it off, took trimmed it, took it around, trimmed it, hit the trainer box. I trimmed it out on my radio and landed the airplane. He said, "Well, that was a waste of time." <laughs> and I remember being, you know, 14 years old, and he started my airplane for me. I was just cruising around flying, and next thing I know, I heard I heard his airplane start, which was that quick fly three. Next thing I know, he took off and was flying around with that Super Tiger Fifty One. It was on a Mac tune pipe or a Mac pipe, you know that black pipe. Oh yeah. That's probably my fondest memory. Sure. You know, I have lots of fun memories. Joe Nall, Baxter, Southside RC. Collective, Southside, wow. Jerry Church. Southside, yeah, right. Holy moly, yeah. that's a way you know, machine. Uh, I, I have so many fun memories. I remember being 10, 11 years old. Uh, There's a guy, Bob Patton, and his son-in-law owned a John Deere dealership and gave him a lawnmower every two years. And that's what we mowed the flying field with. I remember being 11, 12 years old, riding around on a John Deere lawnmower, brand new, you know, uh, I, there's you can't just point out one memory. Yeah, it's tough. I know. But but if I have one memory, it's that one. You know, the first time my dad and I flew together, That's and cool. even this many years later, that memory still shines bright. It's kind of like your first solo because he was doing his own thing and you're on your own. I can tell you, I, I you know what I remember about my first solo is so. That airplane that I said earlier, uh, the OS-160, my dad at Southside RC used to put on a breakfast every weekend before the 4th of July. He provided the food. He provided everything. It wasn't, you know, there's no cost to nobody show up and eat breakfast. Uh, Beer and eggs, you know, 8 (laughs) o'clock in the morning. (laughs) Which Hell is yeah. something I would love to recreate this day and time. Yeah, maybe we could do it collective this Let's year, go. you know. But uh, one of the, uh, I remember I had soloed, but I hadn't soloed in front of people. And he fired that OS-160 airplane up, and something had happened. And I was flying it, and I was like, uh, Dad, I don't have nothing. You know, I'm 12, 13, 14 years old, however old I was. I'm like, I ain't got nothing. And I remember my dad yanking the transmitter out of my hand and being like, ah! You know, trying to, you know. I ain't got and, none either. And, well, right. He's like, ain't got it, ain't got it. Oh, I got it. And landed it real yeah. quick, you know. Uh, I mean, there, there's a whole bunch of entertaining memories oh, yeah. there. Yeah. Casey? Oh, on me. All right. Well, man, uh, <clears throat> you know, thinking back over all of it, which I did my solo all by myself because I bought some BS off a of hobby key <laughs> and thought I was just going to take over the world. Like, man, I can fly a unique drone. Yeah. There ain't no problem flying no airplane. <clears throat> but, man, uh, the biggest take-home I get from this is, man, I've, I've flown with doctors, lawyers, engineers. I mean, I've been in a lot of different hobbies and been around a lot of different people in my, in my life, and I've never met a community quite like this. Absolutely. I mean, th- th- no no other community I've been in where brothers back you up, you know, help you out, you know, give you g- good advice, sometimes bad advice, <laughs> yeah. you know. But, uh, I mean, really, that's 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 the uh, the thing that I take away from all of this is, man, when, uh, when you fly with somebody, it, it creates a bond. 
that is not uh, not like any other bond. It's it's a different kind of deal. You know, it's um, I hate to get all philosophical and, and things like that, but it it's crazy. It, it creates like if you go out and fly with somebody, it creates a relationship that you can't duplicate. <laughs> you know, I mean, it really does. <laughs> Clint's back there, something like a cow pissing on the dude. I know, rocks. dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do. I can't. I can't get it. I can't get it. This guy, man. It doesn't matter what I do. It's not like Niagara Falls right. back there. But man, I mean, really, the biggest thing that I've taken away from all of this is relationship. I've met some of the coolest people that I've ever met in my whole entire life in this hobby. Absolutely. So that's that's probably my biggest memory on everything. Man, my man, my doctor flies. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, dude, it's crazy, man. We go hang out, uh, or no, I, you know, when I go to the doctor or something like that, he's got a little transcriptionist, and he's like, we know each other, so you can just stop typing now. And then we sit there and bullshit for 20 minutes. But we know? never we never ask for any uh, medical uh, Me- medical advice at, at the, the field. field. Yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely not. Yeah. You know. Hey, Doc, can you look at this <laughs> yeah, yeah. over hey. here? <laughs> Why is my dick orange? Is it because I'm eating Cheetos and watching porn? I'm just asking. You know, Doc. yeah, I took it down a bad road real quick. So, I'm sorry. So, one of my – when I knew – Doc and I have had one of those weird, fun relationships – Weird, weird, it, weird, it, fun. weird fun. So he's looking at some of them orange whoa. dicks and bulls on YouTube, whoa. huh? No, 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 no. Both, both hands on the shoulder? Hey, no, 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 no. Hey, in it, Doc's defense, me and Larry told you, hey, that guy's cool. I'm just saying. But it all started out at you people. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it all started out there. And I love the guy to death now. You know, that day I was fucking mad at him. But uh, that. You were on the wrong side of that deal. That's what. That's all. That well, happened. and I was. But it, so we were at the club meeting here last month, you know, for last month, this month's club meeting, whatever. And kind of like this podcast, Clint just took over. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I'm real good at that. No, I didn't take over at that deal. I just, I just told him he was doing a real good job and there wasn't no need to vote in new. Uh, like president, officer, president, yeah, president there was, that, that sounds like our club. I've been the treasurer for eleven years. Right, <laughs> you're doing a. Re- Ow! Back there, Larry. Don't touch the mic. Don't. Touch, I didn't touch. The don't mic. touch the mic. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's one of those deals. You're doing a real good job, man. Evidently. You know, uh, you know, blah 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 blah. He's doing a real good job. In uh, in a couple of episodes ago, we talked about the thumbs up. Did you hear that? No. You know. So the thumbs up deal is it, it could be taken a handful of different ways. It's like, yeah, or like I'm done with this conversation. You yeah, know, I sent Casey a thumbs up right after. That. Exactly. No, yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm talking about. And we're sitting at this club meeting in person, you know, and I, I made my statement and he goes and shoots me a thumbs up and I'm like, ah, damn it. You know, <laughs> I love it to death. I love what we do to death because that tells me that people do listen to what we're doing. Yeah. Philip, it's your turn. What was the question? Your fondest RC memory so far. Fondest RC memory. Even though you're young. Do you need a lifeline? Yeah. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna, there, is a, there is a moment. There is one moment. 50, 50? Well, <laughs> I'm trying to think of a good one here without, Does it, without th- throwing people under the bus. <laughs> Would it maybe nah, have throw some... them under the bus. That's what the show's all about, <laughs> <Would> dude. It, <laughs> I think some of my fondest memories have been watching Michael screw up some airplanes you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. or, or <laughs> quads, you know. Because you know, if it can be flown, Michael can fly it. So it's cool to, to watch him screw up every now and then. It doesn't happen too often. 
but it's cool when it happens. I do break a lot of shit. Yeah. You know, 140 miles an hour quad <laughs> into the dirt. Send it. You know, leave a six-inch divot. Full send. Yep. One, I'll tell you a fun one, just in recent memory, was when Drunk Jim drove into the <laughs> tree. Yeah. <laughs> You, well, you remember you asked me if Drunk Jim ever went rogue every once in a while. Oh, he did. You were there to see it. He drove right into the damn tree. Is so, that the one where he started smoking real bad? No, no. Uh, there this was, was one the, where he kind of turned on his side. Yeah, this, that this motor was a, the last oil. one at the the fun fly. He just drove off into the weeds for unknown reasons, but ended up being he burned up a servo. So I ended up replacing the servos. But yeah, it's Oh, Casey. Oh, you need some ice now? Yeah. Oh, now he asked for it, see? See, here's the difference. A fucking glass is empty. Hey, <laughs> don't look a gift horse in the mouse, man. In the mouse. <laughs> in the mouse. <laughs> don't look a gift horse in the mouse. <laughs> How about you, Jarrett? What's your fondest RC memory? Might as well go over on the circle. I don't know. Uh, fondest RC memory. Um, Did you see that? I took over. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Just he wasn't asked. prepared wasn't for that. Prepared. <laughs> you know, Clint says I love it, but it, deep inside, he was like, "You motherfucker." <laughs> it's probably just you know any one of those summer nights, you know, eight o'clock, nine o'clock at night, and just heading home, you know, swapping mosquitoes, sunburnt, oh, you know, yeah. nitro exhaust just sticks to your face, and I call it perma smile. You know, where you're, where you're sunburned because you've been smiling so much. Thinking yep. you're just, gonna sleep good tonight. Yeah, just one really of those days. Really, any one of those days, especially since collective, you know, and. Really, any anytime flying helis, it's been my happiest. You know, I started with airplanes, but you know, it. I never got my calling, but so, helicopters really. So, uh, you interrupted yeah. him, dude. Jeez, he was going on, and dude, heartfelt. And you're like, so you know, uh, <laughs> fuck off. Uh, I guess my question for you guys, if I can turn this back around just a little bit. You're your show, sir. <laughs> Uh, Don't give it back to him. Yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if uh, if you could go back to the first aircraft you had that you felt comfortable flying, you know, starting, flying, landing, doing whatever, the very first one, would you have one? Still have it. Absolutely. I still have mine. I still have mine as well. I don't have mine, but I would like to have another one. So I, I don't have mine either, and... Boy, I don't think so. Especially when I because th- when I get into helicopters, when I got into helicopters on my own after you know took a break from my you know when Dad growing up and stuff, and I bought a Wakara off of eBay. I don't know if you know what a Wakara helicopter. No is. clue. Um, I know they make some drone stuff. It's a clone company. It well, it was it was so it, it was so bad. It was a hundred dollars, and it was collective pitch. It was so bad that it never flew. So, no, I don't want that one back. <laughs> but that's... No, no, but, no. I, I'm talking about the, the aircraft, or there'd be a helicopter. Where you air, got comfortable on. Oh, okay. Really, uh, truly got like a real hobby-grade, you know, successful aircraft. I, I have two that I would love to have back, but go ahead. Well, so probably my first helicopter I got comfortable was the Raptor 90. Yeah, I'd, I'd have one of those again in a heartbeat. So my first one, not that anybody asked. <laughs> Nobody uh, did. Did it go straight up? What was your first one? Man, my first one, dude, I bought a Phoenix 2000 glider off a of Hobby King. Can't go wrong. Dude, 
I still that is still one of my favorite aircraft of all time. I still is have that the one, I still have my first minute. one. Is that that's not the one that uh <laughs> No, it's not the one no. No, it's not the one our buddy Chucky Fresh drove straight in. No. That was a Phoenix two thousand though, wasn't it? That was a Phoenix twenty four hundred. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've had every iteration of you the sh- Phoenix gliders. The most epic crash. Oh, <laughs> I the, got I need help. I got nothing. Yeah, there ain't nothing I can do for you. The wing tube done been. Dude, the wing tube was a forty five degree dude, and that something spiraled into the ground. It was done. And and man, like two minutes before that, I said, Hey, don't exceed the speed of the airframe. Be careful. You know, be he careful. He did. V E. Oh yeah, he wasted it. But it's okay. See see my it was good fun. The beauty of that glider is it's a hundred bucks on a bad day cheaper if you catch it on sale yep absolutely so what was your first one jared so my first like rc helicopter was a light machines but we're not going to count that because that's like a wall carry yeah it's yeah 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 but yeah my first real helicopter was the jr venture 30 um wood blades you know os 32 typical 30 size model of the day and you know it was kind of big and kind of intimidating and and you know somebody told me like i guess in like an rc car mindset to the more aluminum you put on it, the better it was. <laughs> so the prettier and the more expensive you got, the more you want to fly it. Right. Well, that's can be further from the truth. Yeah. And I remember I was talking, I believe it was Ron Lund or somebody on the phone or something about telling what I had. Ron Lund was an old school uh, RC heli shop, you know, kind of mom and pop type shop. And he told me to basically get something I hate. Get a, get a model <laughs> that you cannot stand. And I was like, what? So I looked, flipped through some magazines, and I found this Hirobo, uh Evo Skidoo model. And uh, Hirobo yeah. Evo Skidoo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. It was, it was uh, they're made in Japan. You know, plastic. You know, you gotta was, hate it because of the name. It was right. real heavy. But it, it was a kit. It was a box of parts. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. A, it was a box of injected molded plastic right. parts. And uh, so I, I ended up with one, and I didn't like it. I hated the canopy. I hated the colors of it. I hated everything about it. I flew the wee wig and dog shit out of that thing for right. years, and it never broke. I never crashed it. I eventually did, but, you know, I wanted to learn auto rotations on RC helicopters. Well, I had a set of $150 V-blades on the helicopter, and I called Ron again. He goes, what do you got on there? I said, V-blades. And he's like, well, get them things off. Let me send you these. And there were a pair of SAB uh, heavy, heavy, heavy tip rotor blades really designed for auto rotations. So that eased my transition to auto rotations. Right. And so, and I still have it because I hate it. You know, yeah, I, mean, yeah. I can't get rid of it. <laughs> can't get rid of it. You know, I mean, but it's it, good quality, you know, so, and it was there. So it was, it was a good choice. It was a good model to hate, you know, but in its defense, it had one flaw. And once you got past that flaw, you were good to go. What was that flaw? So ironically enough, uh, this kind of got me to my job uh, in the helicopter industry, working for uh, Curtis Jimbala down in Texas. Um, they they introduced a series of, of pipes. There were tuned pipes, but instead of being the long stretched, you know, like two stroke type pipes, it was a compact pipe, and they were called muscle pipes. And he made this muscle pipe for a, he made it for the ninety size helicopters first. Flawless, great pipes. Everybody had one, just awesome, perfect. Well, then they come out with this MP five fifty, the muscle pipe fifty, and generally they were very successful. 
And what they did is on one brand of helicopter, the brand of helicopter that I had, <laughs> the one, the, the, the Hirobo, um, it would actually break the internal baffles in the muffler. And, you know, when Curtis had these pipes made, they were made by some of the best guys, the best craftsmen in Japan with the soldering and the sweating and the TIG welding and things like that. So they could not figure out why these mufflers were breaking. I mean, because he had so much money in R&D and everything else. And Curtis said he, he would replace stuff, no questions asked. You send in the box and whatever. Well, so they came out with this, this one, and they got several prototypes of it, and they couldn't break it. So they're like, okay, this is perfect. And then they found out I had the helicopter that was the root of all evil. whatever evil <laughs> right so they send me two of them and they said break this pipe okay okay i said all right so they kind of told me the backstory and i hovered a gallon of fuel in a 50 that's like eight tanks it took forever and then i started kind of i wasn't real 3d back then but i was i was pretty salty you know i was doing some tiktoks and things like that and uh well basically it wouldn't do it and they're like well, what's going on I said, well, I, I bet I have an idea. So what I did, long story short, I'm sorry, I, I always take the long route. This helicopter, you start helicopters unlike a model airplane with a, with a bump starter on the front. Right. You have a six millimeter shaft that goes into a receptacle, almost like a like a like, like a, an Allen key, like almost. an Allen key, basically, right? And what drives it down to the engine, there's a one way bearing on a clutch. And a lot of airplane, a lot of helicopters have that integral to the air to the airframe. It all stays with the airframe. This one, you pull the engine out, and there's about a six-inch long steel shaft pressed into the clutch housing, which mounts right to the engine. So basically, if you did not dial indicate that shaft to less than three thousandths, you would have a sea foam of fuel in your tank from the foaming and the high-frequency vibration at 18,000 RPM, which was what we spin those motors at, was actually creating a resonant vibration in the helicopter, and it was breaking the welds in the muffler. And... Ta-da, I fixed it. I showed them. We duplicated the problem because I actually shimmed. I took my shim out that when my shim was aluminum foil because it was 3,000. This is exactly yeah. the thickness of a piece of aluminum foil. Took the shim out, and lo and behold, it broke within about a half a gallon. And so they're like, hey, Jerry, you want a job? And at the time, I was working as a government employee, Tinker Air Force Base, and I said, fuck yeah. yeah. And so I ran to Texas, man, and the rest is history. Of all things. That's awesome. A piece, a piece of, of aluminum foil. foil. <laughs> yep. Yes. Yep. I use that to wrap my turkey up. Just a couple <laughs> of days ago. It, you know, but at the end of the day, it it takes somebody to think that far to piece that aluminum foil. That's it. You know, uh, it, that's what I love about this hobby is when somebody can think past the obvious and go to that piece sure. of aluminum foil. Yeah. You know, and that's that's where you know that's what we're kind of. <laughs> this guy, he really showed an empty bottle to somebody. She said, "Now nah, get your ass up and get it yourself." No, well, she said she don't want a second empty bottle. No, yeah, she Hate wanted to rain on she your wanted parade, one of these bottles because it's a cool bottle. I asked her if she wanted a second, and she said no. Well, she's got an empty one right next to her. Why you gotta? Why are you gonna try why to turn don't this around like I'm doing some trashy bullshit? Why don't you have a glass <laughs> some brother? Tra- listen, some trashy bullshit. You, you can try real hard. You ain't gonna get me. I'll, oh, you want to bet? Oh, Clint, you gotta wake up real early to get this bird. I bet not. What are you talking about? What the challenge is set. Pub, <laughs> Pub W. 
That was an awesome place. Yeah, it was. Would you go that dark? Have you met me? Gosh, damn it. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, oh, man. I ain't heard this Pub W story. Hey, what, Fallon, what happened at the Pub hey, W? Fallon, we need to talk. Yeah. <laughs> I assure you that motherfucker knows everything there is to know about me. Go ahead. She's about to learn more. Uh-oh. Why don't we call a truce right now? <laughs> There's also that rap concert. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boys, I got to go. I got a baby to go pick up. All right. Babysitter All right, Larry, we appreciate you coming in to see us for a little bit. I'm going on break. We'll be right back. How badass is that, boys? Ha I don't think y'all understand how much I've missed this. You're <laughs> <laughs> come on flat top. I mean, that's all I got. I fucking love Good it. Stuff. Clint makes me do this. So <laughs> if any of you are sitting at home listening to this and going, what the fuck is that crap? It's because Clint made me do it. Now, so that's good enough to be an intro in itself. Not that I, you know, your guys' intro you have now is, you know, top notch. And I really want everybody to encourage Casey to make that into a ringtone so I can make that my ringtone <laughs> from my cell phone. But that was good enough for an intro, Hey, before, before you leave, let me know, man. We'll, we'll, we'll chop up a little bit of our intro and make your ringtone, brother. I think there'll be enough people posting on facebook now that they'll want that also so maybe <laughs> man oh clay ricks hit me up he goes man we need to cut out parts of the show so i can make that uh, part of my switches and everything on my radio Heck yeah like he wants a clint i got nothing <laughs> you know <laughs> shit like that you know <laughs> no that would be cool <laughs> man i can't stand me stand them earbuds yeah i don't blame you here, I'm, I'm going to mute everything and switch back over to my deal. That'd be positive because I want my headphones <laughs> I back. know you do. <laughs> these these fucking earbuds are not. You know, grab that shit. Oh, boy. Quit being a bitch, Clem. <sighs> this ain't going well. God. One moment, please. You had them for a second. Technical difficulties. Oh, big technical difficulties. There we go. Playing with your leg there. Man, there's there's parts of this thing that I really love, and it's simple shit like that. You know, and it was like what I was talking about earlier, that uh, Casey is so diverse in what he does. 
you know, it's just a lot of fun. Hey, can I get my cord back over here? All right, sweet. There we go. <laughs> Hopefully, I unmuted the things that I needed to unmute. I got you. Muted. Okay. Yeah, you you're, here. you're loud. Maybe. Wow, this sounds all echoey. Hang on. I think I forgot to flip a switch. <laughs> oh, no. Quality production. <laughs> you know, now I know why you don't YouTube this at the same time. <laughs> right. Dude, it's crazy. I mean, we could set up a camera, but hey, one camera hey, angle hey, ain't hey, going to catch hey, all this stuff. Y- y- you muted yourself. Not on. It's not on. Shit. <laughs> For those sure. of you that can't see this, uh, Casey has to run across no, the room. It's totally working. <laughs> no, it's totally not. Terry, you want to come test the microphone again? Come on. Come on, Terry. Hop up there. Just and ta- help me out. Just tap it. Just no, say something. Yeah, it showed up. Well, we can't hear it. Oh, it's because it's muted. <laughs> All right, I think I got That's it now. That's better, yeah. All, All right, right. Okay. There okay. we go. Man, what I've said a thousand times before, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. <laughs> we absolutely don't know what we're doing. Podcast production was not in the list of Right. Hobbies. What's really bad is I sell podcast production. <laughs> Man, I mean, there are here's the there difference. are five other shows other than this one that I produce. I don't fuck up on those because I'm sitting behind it all the time. Yeah, I'm producing it, you know. You can cover up the phone. Yeah, yeah, this one's a little bit different because i got to run back and forth between the two. I really do appreciate you guys asking questions. You bet. Sure. Uh, you know, it's one of those deals that we started this deal not knowing what in the hell we were doing. Dude, honestly, it was bullshit why we started this. I was like, man, i got some equipment. You want to make an <laughs> RC podcast? You know? And, uh, the the fact that somebody come to us and said, "Hey, hang on, this is our show now." You know, I mean, that's pretty cool. <laughs> it was fun. So it's, re- it's real damn cool. And I want I want to do this again in the future. Oh yeah, it, another year from now, I want you guys to have another list because it'll be. Jer- less I mean, year. you're. You're the question guy. In another 25 shows, <laughs> I said a year earlier, let's say 25 shows. When we get to 50 shows, you come ask us another list of sure, questions. We can you do know, it. I enjoy the fact that you guys enjoy what we do enough to do that. You this know, is our quarter centennial. <laughs> I know, right? Can you imagine when we get to 100 shows? Dude, it's crazy. I mean, uh, you know, I don't think uh, this is one of those hobbies you never run out of content. It's just a matter of the content that you want to approach. And, man, last I checked, we're booked till what, the first of the year on the fourth? Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. So, good. I mean, we've got, we've got some guests lined up. It's going to be good. Yeah. And I, you know, when it, when it comes down to it, we've stayed pretty much in the central states. I can – I'll give you a heads up on our next guest. Uh, he's on the East Coast. I'm not necessarily on the East Coast. He's kind of up by the Great Lakes. And see, here's what's funny is Clint schedules all the guests, so I got no fucking clue. <laughs> Just yeah. when they show up or right. call. Well, yeah. well, what we were doing, we were trying to schedule stuff out for a while. <laughs> yeah, we got and, in a bind. And, uh, you know, and I was like, okay, what's going on on the 12th? He goes, nothing. I'm like, so I scheduled a guest on the 12th. And then he hits me up. He goes, hey, I got this guest on 12th. I'm like, I thought I was doing that guest <laughs> on the 12th. So then we sat down. And I was like, all right, you are scheduling all the guests from now on. That way, 
nothing overlaps. It's going through one dude. There, there's no way we can screw this up. So that's kind of how we did it. So I don't. It just yeah. kind of is what it is. Hey. Casey's the mastermind of the electronics. I'll edit. I'll do you all know? that stuff, man. Clint's got to help me out. And, and dude, he does a great job at it. He's amazing at it. This guy, I mean, honestly, I'm not one of those dudes that's like super into social media, which I sell social media marketing, which is horrible, <laughs> you know, but I, I'm good at that because I can post stuff. I can put stuff out for months in advance and things like that. I create the content. I do those things. That's fine. I'm totally good at that. But as far as I'm not someone that's super like, dude, I don't check my own Facebook. So if it's one of those things like, wow, Casey didn't like my post. No, Casey didn't because he ain't even looking at your fucking post because he's scheduling shit out for clients. You know, I don't take offense to that. I'm just not super active on there. Go look at my personal Facebook page. There ain't shit on it. Every once in a while, I'll throw a picture up and go, hey, how's it going, guys? You know, that's about all I do. You know, I don't, I don't really keep up with social media. I try, I honestly, I try to stay away from social media as much as I can. You know, I'm not against it. That's just what I do. You know, I schedule stuff out for clients. That's about all I do. But I will create the content and do that stuff. Clint is amazing at that. He's, dude, I'll go through and every once in a while, I'll look, dude, this guy's posted on freaking everything he's got something on everything dude it's awesome dude i'm not good at that that's that's why we've done the things the way we do because we all have different strengths yep. and do different things you know and he's one of those guys he's good at that stuff he stays on top of it it's not what you know it's who you know that's it sometimes you know uh, and especially doing what we're doing you know it is not what you know it's who you know yep you know, and, and we know a lot of people. Yeah, <laughs> it's that's, ridiculous. And yep. between all of us, and between all of our guests, you know, I've got guys sending me messages on, hey, you need to have this guy on. Well, absolutely. Let me get him scheduled. We're a month out. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's not like I want to be, you know, ah, dude, I can't get to him. No, I can get to him. It's just going to be a month. Now, we'll absolutely get to everybody. Man, if you, you know, got an idea for the show, send it to us. We'll absolutely. make it happen. Send uh, uh, it to Clint. Clint yeah. Rowe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. If if you have an idea for a guest for a show, if you want to be live action right here with us, you know, let us know. You know, uh, our our doors are always open. You can send it to me. I'm going to forward it to Clint because I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I like I like being the behind the scenes guy. That's what I like doing. I like being behind the scenes. I like making everything happen. And all the stuff that happens behind everything else. But, That's what I like doing. But in saying that, you made this happen. Well, yeah, but, I mean, that's that's different. No, it's not different. You made this happen. This I had nothing to do with this. No, no, you actually did. You are like, hey, what are we doing for Friday? And I'm like, well, you want to do Michael Wyatt and Jarrett and, and uh, Phil? Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. We talk about it. I mean, it's not, it all runs through everybody's hands. It's just whose hands is it going through to make it happen? Well, thanks for having us. I appreciate yeah, it. Absolutely. No, dude. It's, Any, it's fun for us, too. And to break I absolutely up, love it. Break up what we do. It gets me out of the hangar and gets me out and socializing and well, man, enjoying back to that what I aspect. Said, I've met the coolest people in this hobby. You guys are those coolest people. <laughs> absolutely, you. man. Well, sometimes the coolest people are the people behind the scenes. Oh, yeah. You know, and I give you guys both credit because you're both absolutely smart in what's going on. You know, you run that club. Yeah. I mean, there's no... There's, yeah, <laughs> there's no bullshitting around it. You run that club. 
Well, man, I'll and, tell you. And right behind now. the scenes of that club is Jared. Oh, for sure. I mean, you know. <laughs> well, Clint, no, no disrespect, but we're probably the dumbest people sitting at the table <laughs> right now. I'm gonna agree with you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I've seen Phil do some absolutely magical things, as well as as Michael, and Jared is Jared. You know, I mean. I haven't seen the magical things you do, but I believe in the magical <laughs> things that you do. I already know. Hey, I I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you right now. If you go for a ride in that guy's airplane, oh, it's gonna. You're happen. flying on that guy's bill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just what it is. I can't wait for that, by the way. And I and I feel bad because I feel like I'm one of those guys. that's like, hey, when can I ride in your airplane? <laughs> but hey, at least when I'll, can I ride in your airplane, yeah, dude? Yeah, come on, let's go. Hey, at least I offered gas. Right. Hey, I'm going to offer photography. We're going to do a little trade out. It's going to be okay. It's kind of like riding your buddy's boat. You know, your buddy's going to the lake anyways. He's putting gas in it no matter what. Do you offer him a hundred or yeah. do you not? We're going to go out and create some content for the club to try to get more people sure. into the club. That That's what I'm offering. Oh, if, if I got to throw down on gas, I'll throw down gas too. As long as I get to put it in the plane. <laughs> And, I, and somebody's going to take pictures of that <laughs> shit. Like, look, I'm fueling this bitch up. Look. <laughs> Dead air. Come on, Clint. What are you doing? Quit looking at He's your phone. checking out fo- social media. Gosh, nah, these guys. Uh, so, our friend Carrie Small Hands Howard went in Tess Lewis' fucking airplane today. Did he? That's awesome. But then I'm reading this message as it comes through. I think that Mike Sterling did an excellent job. My ass was too scared to fly in that wind. Mike said, fuck it, send it. So I have an easy solution for that whole debacle. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's hear cause Are you we, talking we about, are you talking about the timbers? Yes. Oh, boy. So Mike and Clay need off, to fly the airplanes. Yeah, they offered to fly it. And, and, and Larry's argument was, you know, they're both team gas, right? I disagree. But well, okay. But that was his argument. That's his argument. So, simple fix. Mike and Clay fly the airplanes. Put it you guys put it together whatever kind of flight profile you want to put together. They fly it, then switch transmitters and they fly it again. So they well, both fly both airplanes. I, uh, no, I I agree with and you. Then, then there's no bias there. There's no bias. Either that, I put a string between the two and just do a pull-off one, too. <laughs> I'm at such a loss on what to do with those two airplanes. But here's the deal. They're not identical airplanes anymore. No, yeah, I agree. So. Somebody needs to d- send us identical airplanes so we can uh, uh, do this do this study as, as, as scientific as possible. So, at, at any rate. TJ Williams, I'm talking to you. (laughs) This has gotten built up so much. It's got to happen. I know it's got to happen. It totally has to happen. But this is where I agree with Mike Sterling is as quiet as that guy is. And I understand you probably hadn't met Mike. Oh, I've met Mike, yeah. You have? Okay. Yeah. He is as nice as a guy can be. He is very, like, stupid competitive. Like, it blows my mind at the competitive level that guy is. He wants to beat anybody, no matter what he's flying. It doesn't matter if it's gas or electric. And we're still in this debacle. (laughs) I I say send it. Put them both in the air. Put the transmitters in two different guys' hands. Swap them. 
just just fly it. It's kind of like a like a like a dance off. Yeah, an old fashioned dance off. That's right. So Mike's response. Hashtag to, bring it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> stomp, Mike's stomp response. Yeah, stomp the yard. Stomp the yard. What 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 Carrie just said. It is going to be a great first big in parentheses playing for Carrie. Really too windy to get a feel for it, but I do not see any bad habits. It just needs some easy tweaking on a calmer day. Mike is as good as it gets. I would let Mike it's, fly it's absolutely anything any, I own. Anything I have, that guy can have a hold of. And Clay, too. I've seen Clay fly. He can fly anything. Clay is uh, – all those guys, they're as good as it gets. I'm going to squirrel a moment here for Locally. a second. Uh, yeah. Clay paid me one of the biggest compliments with the stole drag. We were walking. I was out in the field with him. He's, he just landed. He's walking back. He said, you know, this is the first time in a long time that my fingers have sh- shook flying the airplane. He goes, it <laughs> yeah. got my heart rate goes, going. So that was a pretty big compliment. And that is a compliment. You know, that they even notice that. Yeah, for sure. So... We'll just see what the boys do. They need to. They need to. They need to fly them. Oh yeah. I don't really care where they fly them, but they need to fly them. <laughs> Jarrett, you have anything else? We're about to get Phil on some Chug Norris here. <laughs> I, here's what I want. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give him about a halfer. Oh. And I want him to take a taste. I want him to tell everybody what he thinks about Chug Norris. I need to hear about Chug Norris. All right, let's see what... Chug, Chug, Chug. It's Chug, Chug. Norris. It's Chug no, Norris, not Sip not Norris. Sip Norris. Right. Yes, that was Chug, Chug Norris for a reason. Chug. It's like orange juice. No, it's so fantastic, oh, right? Drink man. it more. It's Chug Norris, not Sip Norris. No, oh, that was a sip. God. <laughs> ah. Anyways, Jarrett, you have anything else? I am done, sir. Michael, you have anything else? The only thing I want to talk about was the... Uh, Scrap pile. Scrap pile. The scrap pile. Uh, swap meet. Swap meet. Well, swap swap meet, meet indoor yeah. fly-in. We got a couple of things coming up. January. January 16th, isn't it? Isn't 16th is going to be the swap meet. Is that correct? Yes. All right. And then what are we doing? for that, the, I, I think we're going to kind of do both on one day. Both on one day. Yeah. All right. I like that. So January 16th, if you guys are in the area, if you're not, travel in. We'll try to help you make arrangements. Um, my wife's not real cool, but maybe you can sleep on my couch. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll play it as it comes, man. If you show up at my house, I ain't going to turn right. you away. Let's just put it that way. Bring, I, I bring think, beer. I think January Yeah, bring beer. We can make this work. Yeah. It's the, it's the all-in-one day at this point. You know, the fun fly, the swap meet. Uh, you know, there's plenty of room in there to have a swap meet, and there's plenty of room in there to fly some I think, small I stuff. I think we could do all of it at one time. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to. I've got some tables at the disposal, but if it's something you want to do and you've got a lot of stuff, bring a table. I need some feedback. Yeah, and we're gonna man, we're gonna do it cheap. You know, it's it's um uh, here here's how I kinda wanna break this down. Let's say five dollars a table. Right. You wanna bring two tables, that's ten bucks. Right. Um and that money is gonna go to local clubs. That money's not going to us. We're not trying to make any money off of this. Not deal. in a bit. We're and, gonna split it up between all right. local clubs. Man, uh, I'm gonna try to have coffee. I'm gonna try to have some breakfast. It might just be donuts, but right. it's gonna be something. 
you know, and uh, we just want you guys to come hang out, bring some stuff to sell. Dude, I'm going to have a ton of bullshit up here for sale, and a lot of it's bullshit. I'm not going to lie to you. A lot of it's going to be BS. <laughs> so it's what uh, you're for, right? Right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I, what we want to do is we want to distribute that out between local clubs that we're parts of, um, like Collective, Baxter, you know. West Side. West Side. Torch. All, all of those. All of them. You know, we we want to get all those guys out and try to raise awareness. A for those clubs. B let's let's try to raise some money for them. You know, absolutely, it, nothing's going in our pocket. You well, know, it's, I'll it's I'll be bringing a table. The, I know I know you yeah. can. <clears throat> yeah, I'll have some between Jarrett and I. We can probably do four tables. Right. <laughs> well, just bring what you can. Bring what you're comfortable with. Yeah, and and if you got you something know, to fly inside, bring that shit too. Absolutely, we're gonna have some fun. Well, if you get enough people interested in the, the swap meet. And it's an overflow. We're thinking in springtime when it gets a little warmer of having a right. swap meet out the field. Yep. Just everybody bring their stuff. We'll, that's, we'll definitely back that yeah, up as well. That'll be because I know a lot of people want to get rid of some stuff, and a lot of people love buying that stuff. So. Yep. And man, I mean, there ain't nothing that's off limits. If it's nitro, electric, gas, fucking tiny, huge, yeah, we don't. It care. doesn't matter, dude. You you are hitting all demographics at this location. You know. Yeah, Jarrett saw my attic the other day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have a 30 by 40 shot that's about you know, 20% full. And he's got an mm. attic that's about 900% full. <laughs> yeah. I, he has his drawer that I think encompasses my entire servo collection on everything I have. And it's his junk drawer. So. Right. Oh, boy. Yeah. That's awesome. I got to give a shout out to TJ Williams. Yeah, and, man, he did some stuff today. Black Friday sales going on. That's good through, I think, till the first of the year. Yeah, first. Well, what did he say? I think the thirtieth. Okay, the thirtieth. So end end of November. End of November. Yep. Uh, I got to give Jason Duran a huge shout out. One hundred percent. You know, with no the, T.J. Miller throwing up in the fucking page too, man. Oh yeah, yep. yeah. With the with the RC batteries USA, which TJ Miller hate to bust your balls. You get ten percent off of your name. We get fifteen off. Of <laughs> I'm sorry, TJ. I'm just letting you know. I didn't bust your balls on the page, but we doing it now. Absolutely. <laughs> we appreciate each and every one of you that listen to us. Absolutely, and man. each and one of each and every one of you that support us. Yeah, man. We just. Thankful for you guys being around, man. Thanksgiving come up, and man, there's a lot of things to be thankful Look for this year. Absolutely, you guys, <laughs> thank, you thank, guys are one of them. Thanksgiving really meant a lot to me this year. You know, as far as uh, sitting back and thinking what I'm thankful for, and I'm thankful for the podcast. I'm thankful, thankful for all the supporters and all the people who come and hang out with us. You know. And Absolutely. then you get these guys show up and they probe us a little bit, you know. Yeah, it's a little, I like it. Little backwards. Just well, man, well, here's the deal: we've never done a good job at telling people where we came from and all of this. You right. know, this is helping out. Absolutely. We appreciate you. Thanks. See ya. Thanks for having us. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. <laughs>